Okay, I'm getting things started a little early today. We got a big show, so just letting some folks pop in. Um, I don't have a coffee just because I'm going for longevity. No bathroom breaks. This is going to be a long one. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, 100 episodes. I have a lot planned for today um, and uh, a few surprises here and there. I think we're going to have some cool folks stopping by. Always good to have some friends. Um, and I noticed that just right now I'm looking at my my computer and hashtag HBarbarians is trending um, in the business and finance category, which is fantastic. Um, I love to see that. Now, one thing that... <laughs> You know, I try to keep in mind when I see HBAR or something Hedera related um, trending on Twitter or X is uh, I know that it's kind of tailored to you specifically. So it might not be the fact that everybody on Twitter or X is seeing, you know, hashtag HBarbarians trending on Twitter. But nonetheless, I'm seeing it and it's getting me pumped up. Um, I think on previous episodes, recent episodes, um, especially after getting back from LA, I was talking about, um, I have been talking a lot about the kind of substance and hype type of thing, how the two are different, but they kind of work together. Um, and it's been really interesting. I mean, in general, this bear market has been, <laughs> has been brutal. I mean, we've had banks and exchanges and arrests and hundred year, you know, potential prison sentences and, you know, single digit H bar and all these types of things. But also, you know, I think that right now I'm, you know, I, we talked about, you know, the recent little uh, pump we saw in Bitcoin, which was fun. Um, and I'm noticing too, just on conversations I'm a part of and, even this show and talking to people is like, there's, there's definitely, you know, some positive energy happening, which, uh, which I'm digging. And one of the things that I'm really enjoying seeing is kind of like the Hedera community leaning on the substance, like leveraging the substance. I think that for years, this, you know, community is kind of identified with, you know, there's that tagline, you know, all substance, no hype kind of thing, which I think that, you know, contrasted this network pretty well. Um, and I think got the attention of enterprise and all these different types of things. And as I look into 2024, there's a part of me that kind of goes, you know, there's a lot of networks out there and a lot of communities that, you know, hype certain things, but they just don't have that substance to fall back on, in my opinion. Not to say, um, you know, they're not worth checking out or not being invested in. I think that many um, H barbarians are, uh, you know, invested in all sorts of different networks. There's so many fascinating things happening. But I think that Hedera specifically, you know, I think it's okay to hype things a little bit. Like, we don't necessarily have to get into the semantics too much. We can just kind of be like, hey, it's the fastest, it's the least expensive, it's the it's the most carbon neutral, it's the most secure, um, it's the fastest, it's got fair ordering, it's no MEV, 
it is what it is. I mean, if people want to look into it, sure. But um, it's better to be answering questions than explaining yourself, I find sometimes. But that's been my thoughts. And just as we kind of get into it here, just starting a little early, um, looking at uh, folks listening, I'm definitely going to be bringing some people up um, to uh, speak on the show today. Going to have some friends popping by. And uh, I don't know if people saw the recent news. Um, I'm obviously not going to have a ton of time today to talk about, you know, the current H bar news. I'm going to be packing in a lot of stuff today, but recently, um, I think that had the, the big, the big headlines recently are, um, that Hedera has written to, <laughs> this is crazy. Hedera has written to the white house, the official, the office of the national cyber director, Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, National Science Foundation, uh, DARPA, um, Office of Management and Budget. Uh, they wrote that regarding the security and memory safe programming languages for open source. Um, it's clear that Hedera is like really uh, getting involved from a policy standpoint. That was written by their chief open source officer. And then also like, there's this platform, Takeon, whose uh, founder I actually had a chance to chat with in LA, and I'm going to have on the show as a guest soon. But they're, they're a platform funded by the US Department of uh, Energy, the Department of Defense, and National Science Foundation to protect mission critical data. They're launching their private beta of, it's called TFS Lite, and they're going to be using the consensus service. Um, so it's like... There's a lot of crazy things happening just from like a policy standpoint and like an official standpoint. I mean, Hedera also highlighted that um, they are interfacing with and providing feedback to the IRS. And someone on Twitter was like, could that be to do with the community node thing, right? The permissioned node thing. Is there some policy type of thing? Is there some kind of legality thing, some finance thing that has to be cleared up with or cleared with the IRS? to make happen in the US because, you know, Hedera is in, a, in an American, you know, LLC. So that was fascinating. Um, Dobu gave some updates on kind of like uh, their their India use case that we've talked about recently of, you know, India wanting to retire, you know, I think it's like 20 million vehicles and sequester that carbon and different stuff like that. So that's fascinating. Um, Saucer Swap V2, I hear will be launching on Friday. So that's going to be incredibly exciting. Um, and uh, yeah, there's CLMM, their concentrated liquidity market maker type thing is fascinating. I mean, Saucer Swap's just been killing it. So shout out to those guys. I mean, next episode, I'll be taking a deep dive into that stuff. Um, also too, Galaxy was on CNBC yesterday. Solo, the CEO, who will, who will probably stop by today. Um, you know, he was on CNBC and... He was demoing the app live. I'm a big fan of um, live demos, I think, in the technology industry. You kind of live or die by a good demo. So um, very impressive. It was kind of sending crypto back and forth to people via, you know, direct message, um, which was awesome. So, yeah, that to me was uh, very, very fascinating stuff. And I think that, you know, as we get into it, I mean, this is the 100th episode special of the Hashgraph Enthusiast show. Um, and 
you know, we got a, we got some cool stuff to do. I mean, um, we're going to talk about uh, a lot of things. Mostly what we're going to do is we're going to take a retrospective back in time. I think on episode 50, what I did was something similar as I kind of said, Hey, let's look back at the last year. Let's cherry pick the top stories, the most interesting tidbits and rumors and breadcrumbs. Let's try to weave together a bit of a picture um, and try to look at the whole thing. And I mean, I spent, you know, hours and hours this week going back, looking through my notes for each episode, going back to episode 51 and really, really interesting. There's a lot that I forgot about that's, that's, uh, fun to, you know, it's fun memories, but also too, there's a few things that I, that I look at and I go, oh yeah, what happened to that? You know, that was really interesting and exciting. Maybe it was a really big promise. Um, and haven't heard anything since. So it's also an opportunity to kind of take a look back and kind of go, yeah, what happened with that? Um, and also too, I mean, off the top, before we get into the show and before I start bringing some folks up, you know, I'm just really, really grateful for everyone who's supported the show. Um, I mean, I do this every week. It's probably my favorite thing to do. I started doing the show back in October, 2021 on clubhouse for like, you know, I had like six listeners, like it was like a small group of maybe a dozen, you know, H barbarians. And the whole purpose was, Hey, you know, I want to hold myself accountable for learning about this ecosystem, staying up to date with all the news um, and just seeing it as an opportunity to, to educate myself. And it's grown into this, you know, this big show that everyone, you know, tunes in for every week. Um, so it just means a lot. And I mean, it, it, you know, for, for myself, you know, it's had such an impact on, on my life and kind of what I do for work. So just really grateful to all the listeners in the community for supporting the show. Um, and I mean, even, you know, sending contributions of H bar to the show. I mean, it, it helps fund certain things I have to purchase like subscriptions or equipment or different things like that. So it's just all around amazing. And I'm so grateful. And with that, hello from Ottawa, Canada, everyone. My name is Brandon Davenport, AKA it's Brandon D. It is Wednesday, November 15th, 2023. And you're listening to episode 100 of the Hashgraph Enthusiast Show. This is a weekly news and interview show where we cover the top stories related to Hedera, HBAR, and everything in between. You can listen live on X Spaces every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and other platforms to hear past episodes. Also, um, I'm going to be doing interview episodes. I kind of split the show. So this is, you know, on Wednesdays, I do the news and then other times in the week, I'll do interviews as separate episodes. And I have some interesting guests uh, upcoming that I think people will find uh, fascinating. So stay tuned for those. Um, get all the info you need and subscribe at itsbrandond.com slash hbar. And for everyone listening live on the spaces now, check out the post pin to the top for ways of how you can support the show. Also, Take a moment to share the spaces with your friends. And if you got something cool to share, click the comment button on the bottom right. I'll be watching those comments um, and sharing any cool insight listeners have. Um, and for folks listening to the recording on podcast platforms, you know, leave a comment, break down your thoughts on what we talk about today. Let's keep the conversation going. So the plan for today is this. So 
I'm going to be talking about a ton of different things over the last year. All of this will be available on its brandnd.com slash hbar um, tomorrow. So make sure to go and check that out. So if you're kind of listening along and you're like, oh, I want to know more about that. Or, oh, what happened, you know, in May last year? What's he talking about? You'll be able to go on uh, itsbrandnd.com slash hbar uh, later and uh, check it out and dive into each of those things. It's It'll be a nice way to kind of recap things, paint that whole picture, as I said. Um, and I think the flow here today is we're going to recap 10 episodes at a time, and then we're going to take a little breather, have a chat, um, you know, see what people's thoughts are, you know, what's your favorite memories, all that good stuff. Um, and again, all of these past episodes we're going to talk about are available on major podcast platforms. If you hear me mention something interesting and that, you know, let's say, oh, episode 72 sounds so interesting. You can go back, you can go and listen to that on your favorite platform. So uh, feel free to check that out. And <laughs> this is going to be a long episode. So hold on tight. This is going to, you know, episode 50 was a marathon. Episode 100 is going to be no different. Um, so hold, hang on tight. It's going to be a long one. And we're going to have some friends pop on and we're going to be doing a giveaway. Um, this morning uh, was generously uh, given, a, you know, a DM from nfts uh who's who have these wonderful um holiday sweaters holiday h-bar sweaters um they're listening down there so shout out to you guys and uh basically to win the giveaway i'm gonna ask the audience a hash graphing enthusiasts fan trivia question and the first to give a correct answer live on the show wins um a tons of tons of people have these sweaters. I got mine. I purchased mine last year for the holidays, which is great. They're comfy. And it's basically an NFT you hold in your wallet and then you can claim it on their website and you get a sweater and it features a one of one tag securely paired with the NFT to prove ownership. So this is like physical NFTs. This is, this is rad. And they've been doing this for a year already. So the process is smooth. And if you don't win the giveaway, don't even worry about it because they're live on the website now. So you can get your very own. So if you don't win it today, they got plenty. So you'll, you'll be able to go to uh, the NFT or website, or I guess they've rebranded to Tierbot. You can go there and uh, you can check it out. Grab one of your very own. And uh, you can check out the at official NFTs profile for the info. They're listening there. So just click their profile, give them a follow, check out their tweets. They got the info. So, let me see. Uh, I'm going to go through, we're, we're going to start off by just taking, diving into the, some past episodes, back into the the past. And uh, I'm going to bring some people up shortly to uh, catch up and everything like that. But first, let's take the clock and turn it back to episode 51. The title of this episode was Send Nodes, October 30th, 2022. So in this episode, we talked about the Hedera Ween event. We talked about the uh, Tommy Wazow NFTs. Uh, Hedera was added to real TPS in third place. Hashpack celebrated its first birthday. And the hashtag Hello Royalties campaign. And there was this whole royalties debate in the Solana community. So Hedera Ween, that was big. Um, I was a part of that. That was Genfinity and King Solomon. And like, it was like just a massive, massive community initiative. Um, it onboarded thousands of people uh, to Hashpack. It was fantastic. 
Um, specifically though, the Tommy Wazow NFTs, that was, uh, that was interesting. Basically it was people woke up one day and they had these NFTs that just landed in their wallet. I don't know if people know the movie, The Room, but you've probably seen the meme of that guy on the rooftop. That's like, oh, hi, Mark. You know, I, I didn't do it. I didn't hurt her. Oh, hi, Mark. And it was just so weird because on Hedera, you've got, um, you have to associate an NFT before you can be sent it, you know, basically eliminating wallet spam like you'd have on other networks. So it, it was quite concerning when, uh, you know, for example, I woke up and I had one of these Tommy Wazow NFTs in my wallet. And I was like, well, I didn't associate anything. How is this even possible? And genuinely people started freaking out. Um, it was like an, uh, like an uproar, um, in the community. And that was one thing that was interesting. Also the hello royalty stuff, just more broadly, um, the topic of royalties on Hedera and, um, you know, the fact that they're controlled at the protocol level versus a network like Solana or something where it's really smart contract based and, and platforms and like marketplaces are much more able to. Um, choose how they want to uh, handle royalties. Um, it just started and sparked a bit of a debate. I think that, you know, OpenSea and Blur were kind of battling and Magic Eden were kind of having a race to the bottom. And it was basically, you know, the consensus was we're getting rid of royalties. And creators were like, wait a minute, uh, that's, I'm not, I'm not all about that. So Hedera, the Hedera community started a movement you know, hashtag hello royalties. And I think it grabs some attention. And that brings us to episode 52, which was November 6th, 2022. And this was very interesting because this is when Atma IO went live, but it didn't really because like it went live, but then transactions dropped to low double digits. And it was like this weird thing of like the main net cranked up in November we were getting excited. It was kind of like, it was a real thing. And then the drop back down. So we didn't quite know what was happening. Uh, also, Hedera's DeFi volume reached 50 million. So, right, late 2022, $50 million worth of tokens had been transacted on DeFi platforms, which was a pretty considerable milestone. And we finally got to the bottom of the, to uh, the Tommy Wazow NFT saga, which was, it turned out, that you had these auto associate slots on your account that were enabled when you created a wallet on particular platforms. So it was a sigh of relief because it was like, oh, okay, nothing's wrong with the network. Nobody was hacked. It was just this feature that people didn't know about. And so wallets like Hashpack added a new feature where users were able to then remove these auto associate slots, kind of resolving the issue. It was all good. Um, and it ended up well, but I think for me in particular, it's the Tommy Wazow NFT thing is kind of like a fond memory. It was, it was scary. It was fun. It was confusing. We learned a lot. Um, and Instagram announced NFT support. So yeah, back in November last year, and Instagram was like, we're going to allow you to do NFT stuff. I haven't heard a ton since then about that. I don't know kind of what happened about that. So that's one, that's the first thing where I kind of go. What happened with that? What's going on? November 13th, 2022 was episode 53, Talking TPS. That was the title of it. I'm very proud of these titles, by the way. Uh, the Hedera mainnet came alive to 6 
100 TPS. And that's when people's minds start to get blown. That's when people were like, whoa, something's gone live on the mainnet in a real way. Because remember, like that whole year, all of 2022, um, the Hedera mainnet was running at single digit transactions. Think about that, right? For a whole year, we, we didn't really pass like 10 transactions per second, um, which was very strange and very weird. It was weird to be telling people Hedera is super performant when, you know, it was not running very many transactions. So that was a big shock for people. Um, FTX also filed for bankruptcy. And uh, Christian Hasker, who's the head of marketing at Swirls, um, along with a few other people, were kind of saying to the community, we know that the main net, you know, spiked up a bit uh, to 600 TPS, but expect fluctuations, kind of what happened earlier. So there was a bit of expectation management and kind of really what we learned was when these main net use cases go live, like sometimes Hedera, Swirls, the foundation, like they don't really know what's happening or when exactly things are going to happen. Um, so, you know, I think that that, that was when we really kind of realized like, you know, it can get exciting, but you know, it's not that, you know, people are going to know exactly what's going on, right? Even Swirls or Hedera themselves. Episode 54, November 21st, 2022. This is when after FTX declared bankruptcy, Lehman chimes in on the current state of the market. And this is kind of this infamous thread that I retweeted again earlier this week, which was Lehman basically talking about what he considers like a crisis in governance in the Web3 space and kind of speaking to the governing council model and speaking to the state of the market. It was a really, really rare thing. And I, I encourage people to go and check out that tweet from Lehman. I think it actually might be pinned to his profile. I can't remember. But it's really the first time that Lehman actually spoke out about kind of the crypto market, what's going on with it, what his thoughts and Hedera's thoughts are with it. Um, and I really think of it kind of as a piece of history. And to me, you know, there's a lot of insights there that are still relevant right now. Um, so that was a really big moment. Hashpack launched their iOS beta, which was exciting because um, Hashpack was only a web app. And that's when we started learning a lot of the limitations when it comes to Apple and NFTs and crypto and those challenges and how difficult it is to be a wallet provider trying to create an iOS app. Um, it was it was disheartening to learn what Hashpack had to go through, but at the same time, it was exciting. Um, and also too, Mance, right? Co-founder of Hedera tweeted out about the market turmoil as well. Like when FTX announced bankruptcy, people were freaking out. Hedera was like, you know, we custody our own funds. We don't, we're not invested in this. We're not invested in FTX. Like everyone kind of had to pump the brakes and put the, you know, raise the flags and stuff like that. So it was really important. Um, episode 55, November 27th, 2022. This was a very interesting one. This one was called the crazy chasm. Uh, all, you know, obviously referencing uh, Mance's uh, constant talk about the, you know, the chasm, right? On the, on the growth rate. You have this gap before mass adoption that's, you know, quote unquote, the chasm. Uh, this is when we saw like some Microsoft rumors. Uh, there was a Twitter user that mentioned uh, they met someone building Web3 games on Hedera that worked at Microsoft. Um, so again, another little thing that I I looked back and I went, that's interesting. Maybe it's time to circle back a little bit on, on maybe what that could be about. Kabila launches their NFT minting engine, which was very exciting. The kind of one of one 
uh, all-in-one minting engine. That was a bit of a breakthrough. And again, that was back in November 2022. MTech announced they're working with the Central Bank of Nigeria. Uh, the Coupon Bureau vents about adoption. And this was an important episode because we were talking about how we're really excited about coupons on Adira. That's going to be a powerful use case. But it was taking forever. And the Coupon Bureau was like, you know, it's hard to get these retailers on board. Like brands are excited, right? Procter & Gamble are excited. All these big uh, products and brands that you buy in stores are excited about these coupons. But it was the retailers and the stores and the point of sale systems that are, were and are still, you know, dragging their feet on this. And I say venting because they literally were kind of venting on a on a webinar, just being transparent and kind of saying, listen, these are the challenges we're running into. It's hard to educate these businesses on the value propositions and benefits of Web3. So yeah, I mean, it was a difficult moment for the Coupon Bureau. Um, Hedera Dex speed comparisons were published. This was kind of an infamous um, video that was put out that kind of stacked up saucer swap against Dexes on all other platforms, you know, placing saucer swap in the number one place uh, with uh, transactions being able to be settled on their decks um, in, you know, eight seconds uh, in comparison to other DEXs. And that, you know, if you want to talk about stirring the pot, if you want to talk about, you know, poking a little bit at people, it definitely brought some attention, some controversy, some questions. And I, I'm a big fan of that. I think we need more of that. And Zeus market transactions hit a million HBAR NFT volume. I know folks have thoughts on Zeus Market right now. Um, this is just, you know, it's a retrospective. I'm talking about the news that happened. We're going to talk about some projects that maybe aren't around anymore, you know, uh, and uh, or maybe some projects that aren't chooching quite the way they were before. But looking back, you know, there's there's folks that contributed to important milestones. Exact Wallet walked so we could run. Episode 56 was called Not If... But when? That was on December 4th, 2022. Uh, Swirls says they're hiring in a bear market. And that was exciting to me because like, as I said, we were in this like crazy bear market and Swirls just came out and they were like, hey guys, we're hiring. Uh, we don't care about this bear market. We're looking for people. And, uh, you know, <laughs> they, they, if you look at the, if you literally go to the Swirls website and look at their team, um, it's just huge now. And it, was not huge earlier, like at the beginning of the bear market. So the Swirls team grew, they hired. And remember, Swirls are the core maintainers of Hedera. So it was a very interesting thing, a, a, a sharp contrast to a bear market. Um, SaucerSwap launched single-sided staking, which was pretty important. And Apple blocked Coinbase from sending and receiving NFTs in their app. And that was, again, as we tried to see Hashpat get into the app store, you see that and you're like, oh my God, like you just started to realize how far off the mark Apple was when it came to Web3. Episode 57, December 11th, 2022 was called The Bases Are Loaded. And this was when the hashtag Hello MetaMask movement began. Um, and that was really interesting because in our current wallet ecosystem, we were thinking, well, if there was a way for people that use MetaMask to interface with the Hedera network, that'd be a really powerful thing, right? And you can do that in MetaMask 
you have a dropdown where you can choose these networks. But with Hedera, you had to manually enter in information to connect to the network. And the goal was, hey, could you add us in MetaMask to the dropdown menu? So we created this whole community initiative for that. Um, and that caused that feature request to rocket to the number one feature request on MetaMask's form. And it was just, it was just crazy. Um, so that was huge. Drop announced a WordPress plugin. So that was like micropayments built into WordPress running on the Hedera network. That got people excited. Hedera added their new chief of staff and head of global policy and a new chief financial officer, which I look back at that. And then I look at the stories that came out this week, right? In regards to like the, the interfacing with the IRS and the White House and the Department of Defense and this and that. And I'm like, Okay, so obviously this, you know, chief of staff and global head of policy and financial officer, like they've been working on things and especially the open source officer, you know, doing some very, you know, substantial things this year. And I mean, Hedera is from a policy standpoint, especially in the US, like proofs in the pudding on that. So that was that was really interesting. And also a new FIFA game for Qatar uh, that happened in 2022 was launched leveraging Hedera. So that was exciting. I think people got pretty jazzed about that. Um, episode 58, December 18th, 2022. I think this was the last episode of the year. I had Solo uh, I had Solo Cisse on as a guest. And this was interesting because remember, this was like a year ago. This was before Galaxy launched. Um, this was really before, you know, a lot of, a lot of that stuff was happening with Galaxy, and, and it was like an interesting episode talking about some of the challenges of getting something alive. Um, a new year was beginning. Lehman started speaking about DRAC for the first time, which was really exciting. Um, and DRAC now has just become like such a big, big, big topic. Um, and then there was the Hedera holiday party, which kind of like was similar to Hedera Ween. Um, and, uh, you know, that was very, very interesting. January 8th, 2023 uh, was episode 59. This was the first episode of 2023. Uh, I called it major news imminent. Um, and basically we talked about Pangolin arriving on Adira. There was 100,000 new accounts created by Ashfall from Lithos, which kind of grabbed people's attention, got people excited. Um one story that was interesting, A.R. Rahman uh, announced he is launching a music NFT platform on Hedera. This was like the, you know, the 21 million follower, um, you know, Indian celebrity in that in that market, you know, just a music legend. Um, and, you know, it was one of those things where it's a huge announcement. Very exciting. I think that, um, you know, the, the music industry in India is, is massive and just incredibly exciting. Uh, but I look at that use case, it's like, I haven't heard a lot about that right now. I know it was sponsored by the foundation and I just look back at the story and I'm like, what happened with that? So I'm curious to maybe see if there's follow-up on that. LG announced they'll be using Blade Wallet for smart TV NFT purchases. Um, and I mean, LG has been making some moves like the LG Art Lab stuff. They've been, you know, they've been rocking and rolling. Um, Barry Ball did a, you know, NFT release with the TVs. It's very cool. Turtle Moon announces the first HCS vote for moon shells. This was pretty groundbreaking from like a DAO perspective because like being able to vote on decisions using NFTs um, was huge. So there's this like moon shell project from Turtle Moon. It was like a first big deal. Um, the HBAR bulls started talking about Twidgetal for the first time. As you know, that app is live now. Everything's exciting. But back in January, like that's when the talk about Twidgetal kind of started. 
Um, Hedera was set to appear at Davos with the Hedera house, which kind of turned into a bit of a meme. Um, and, uh, you know, they had this whole uh, house in, in, I think it was uh, Switzerland at Davos. Um, and it was exciting. Christian Hasker was there. Um, and kind of the Hedera house kind of turned into a bit of a, a, a meme. And Elf Cosmetics used Hedera for a membership program, which was weird because they did this membership program where um, Elf Cosmetics customers would like upload selfies of themselves and uh, and that would be posted to IPFS on these like NFTs on Hedera. But like you would search up those NFTs, you could just look at all these people's selfies. I don't know if anything's happened with that use case. I haven't kept up with it, but I mean, cosmetics company, it, you know, was or is using Hedera for their membership program. So that was exciting. Um, and I brought up uh, HBAR Gremlin and Fatboy. I'll get to you guys just in a minute here. I just want to talk about one last uh, milestone here, which was episode 60, um, which was January 15th, 2023. And this was arguably one of the biggest moments in the ecosystem. Atma.io officially went live on the mainnet and Hedera announced they had processed 50 million transactions in one day, right? So just to contrast that, right? It's January, it's mid-January and Hedera is running at, you know, six transactions per second. Kind of don't really know what's going on. You had some exciting things a couple weeks ago last year, but you don't really quite know where things are happening. And then all of a sudden it just shot to like hundreds of transactions per second. It was like confirmed. It was stamped, approved. There was 50 million transactions processed in a day. It felt like the tectonic plates had shifted for Hedera. Um, and soon after Hedera takes the number one spot on real TPS, they launched a website redesign. Uh, there was a, a website too that was launched called the Hedera Revenue Report that was really interesting that kind of calculated based off transactions and the types of transactions on the mainnet, how much revenue Hedera was earning at any particular moment. Unfortunately for, you know, uh, you know, costs and associated with running that, that website's no longer live, but that launched and it was very exciting. Um, Dovu provides carbon offsetting at Davos, which was very fascinating and interesting and cool. Um, Hashpack officially launches on iOS uh, with the NFT portion kind of removed a little bit, um, which, you know, understandable. And Hedera includes community nodes for quarter one, 2023. Well, we all know how that ended up, but that was the headline in January for episode 60. But I wanted to uh, to maybe throw it to HBAR Gremlin real quick. Uh, you've, you know, We've been listening to each other's shows. You you do the weekly um, NFT show with uh, Vicente. I think you guys have maybe been doing that show longer than I've been doing this show. Um, and you guys just do an incredible job from the NFT perspective. Admittedly, I don't talk enough, I think, about the NFT ecosystem on this show on Hedera. But I was interested to ask you, just because we're in kind of going down memory lane here, maybe if there was like, a highlight or a sentiment or a kind of an insight you had looking back over this year in the NFT ecosystem and community on Hedera that maybe, you know, folks listening might, might find interesting. Hey, Brandon. Yeah. I appreciate you having me first and foremost and congratulations on your hundredth episode. Um, 
Uh, yeah, and the kind words about our spaces, honestly. We've, we've been doing it for probably two years at this point, and sometimes they're fun, sometimes they're boring, but uh, we show up, right? That's half the battle. So, um, yeah, as it relates to 2023, I think, I think the one thing that I touch on is really just community, right? We're still here. We're still building. Um, there are a lot of projects who have differentiated, been able to differentiate themselves at this point. Um, and we all generally know who they are, right? So I think we've really galvanized the community that has been here. I think we're going to see a lot of people re-enter the space as we move into 2024 and hopefully things kind of move upwards from a price action perspective. Um, and obviously we welcome those folks who, who come back. We welcome and support any net new projects. Um, but yeah, as far as 2023 goes, just very quickly, it's it's the sense of community that we've all been able to establish at this point from what I can tell. Um, maybe we need to do a better job of promoting Hedera as a whole, but uh, each community is, that still exists has really galvanized itself and, and I believe in pretty good shape as we move into 2024. I love that. I think I share that sentiment too. And and you guys um, really do a great job of kind of wrapping that up for people on your show. And, and I, like I listen to it just cause for myself, you know, not being plugged into the, to the NFT ecosystem enough these days, I'm so busy listening to your guys show really makes me feel unplugged into it. So really appreciate uh, you guys, as you said, you know, just showing up, being consistent is so important. And Fatboy for you, um, I mean, you're another, you're another awesome community member, just really plugged into the NFT ecosystem on Adira and kind of same question to you, like looking back over the year, kind of what, what, what kind of floats to the top of your mind, um, as kind of like, you know, what 2023 kind of meant to you and it is, it means to you heading into the new year. Um, yeah, uh, of course, uh, congratulations on the, the hundredth show, uh, Brandon, well done, mate. Uh, I've always uh, either tuned in later on uh, or tuned in live when I could. Uh, always full of packed detail, uh, very technical. The fact that you're able to uh, go through each episode even now uh, is quite incredible, to tell you the truth. Um, who needs the hash graph? They should just be building on your brain, clearly. Um, I couldn't tell you what I did last week, never mind what shows I've done over the last uh, year. But uh, I think it's an easy one. I think I don't. Th I think everybody will forgive me for saying the highlight of 2023 has got to be this. Oh my god! I love. I love it, man. You turn. You turn that into a meme. I think single-handedly. I tell you, I I remember. Uh, I minted it. And I listened to it and my initial thought, I was watching the video. I remember watching it. I was like, look at these guys. They, they are loving it right now. They are so happy doing this. Um, and, uh, you know, the, a little bit, I felt like initially I was like, oh, it's a bit cheesy. We only got NFTs, DeFi. But the more I listened to it, the more I loved it. And the more I just understood where you guys were coming from. Uh, and I was like, I've got to put this on my soundboard. I am playing this. I don't know how many times I've played it in other spaces now where they went, so what does Hedera have? I'm like, well, <laughs> let me tell you. And uh, I just play that. And the amount of people that I get follows and they like it and they just laugh, um, they just they get it. It just works. It works on all levels. So, uh, yeah, for me, that song, 2023, 
huge highlight for me. Appreciate it, Fat Boy. I think that's I think that's fantastic. I think it's it's common with a lot of a lot of stuff uh, with these projects is they just there's these there's these little gems that I don't think sometimes the creators of these projects realize what they do, and the community kind of takes hold of them, and then kind of turns them into a whole new thing. So I love that. I really appreciate it. And you know, for folks unfamiliar, you know, that was a it was just a Hedera anthem I, you know, re recorded with uh, my business partner and, and really good long-term friend Joshua Dirksen, um, who's who's big in the community as well. He did like the hash shanty stuff and everything. So huge, huge, huge shout out to him. He's he's supported me in this show, um, you know, on the show behind the scenes. So huge shout out to him. And Angry Penguins is up here too. I wanted to take a pit stop with Angry Penguins real quick because if we want to talk about folks. Uh, really supporting the NFT ecosystem. I know you guys were at, we're in LA and, and I had a chance to kind of say hello and stuff, which was, which was fantastic. You guys had like hot sauce and stuff too and everything. Um, I wanted to just kind of ask you the same question, like taking a, a little look at the NFT ecosystem over the year. Like, you know, if, if you were to just kind of think of, you know, this year and kind of what it's meant to you and the NFT ecosystem, um, any kind of thoughts you had on that, you know, really interested to kind of hear and, and appreciate you as well for tuning into this show. Uh, feels like every week. No, I definitely appreciate it. Matt, congrats to you. A hundred uh, shows like this. I mean, it, it's not an easy feat. And like I, you know, I've always said you do a production and, and I think most people don't realize that. And that's why your shows are so successful because you do put time, effort, and energy into it, uh, no matter what, you know, this market, the bull, the bear, uh, and that will kind of put me into my statement for the year. Uh, I got to watch everybody here go through this quote unquote bear market, yet they showed up to IRL events. They dropped, you know, things they've been building on. They released, you know, things. They grew their team. They met people. Like, to me, that's the year of Hedera. Um, we constantly seen everybody post about what they were building. So, it's kind of weird when people say, oh, it's a bear. Like, I don't, I mean, yeah, I guess you could say from a price point, right? But like, as far as building goes, there has not been a bear moment here in Hedera. Uh, and we're trying to follow suit. You know, we, we want to be on that part of the side too of like, look, you, you can call it what you want with the price, but we're out here building. We will go to these IRL events and exactly that. We get to meet people like yourself that, We've been listening to and talking to in space for years now, not just a couple months, years. So that's kind of my thought is like, you know, we all built this and it's still going. There is no bear market here. I love it. The real gains made are the friends we make. That's my opinion. So I appreciate you guys. I'm going to keep diving into it here. But any guests that I have up, if you want to, as I'm rambling through going down memory lane here, feel free to kind of raise your hand. And, uh, oh, real quick too. I know he's, uh, probably a little tight for time. I have to invite, uh, my good friend and a business partner, Joshua Dirksen up here. Josh, I don't know if you're, um, able to, to chat here just for a sec, just to share a little memory here, but feel free to hop up. Um, and yeah, I mean, as we kind of continue on the show, if you're looking to support the show, there's a tweet pinned to the top here. Um, and, uh, it's a, it's a great way to support the show. I don't, you know, I don't like to do ads. I don't want to do ads. I don't want to do sponsors. I get offers for that stuff. I really enjoy, um, you know, 
having community contributions drive this show. It, in a way, it kind of puts the community in control of this show and its growth. You know what I mean? If, if, if they want more of it, it's easy to, to, to make that happen. So if you're interested in supporting the show, check out the, the tweet at the top, but Josh, I've just been asking people, you know, if you look back over 2023, fun memories, uh, sentiments over the year, um, I'm just going through all the past episodes of the show. I was just curious um, if if one thing were to pop up and bubble up to the top of your brain uh, for the for the 2023 year heading into next year, what would it be? Good question. Um, first off, congratulations, man, on your hundredth episode. It's pretty incredible. Um, can't honestly can't, can't believe it. And good on you for being so diligent and uh, providing the community so much value with this show. Uh, it's really incredible. I think for me, the thing that um, really encourages me is that this community, despite all the ups and downs and roller coasters of being uh, web, you know, web three base, DLT base, crypto base, NFT base, there, there's so many things that have taken us for so many rides up and down and so, so many emotions and bear markets and things. And I had heard just before, I, right when I got on, it's the friends we make along the way. And I can't help but echo that sentiment that um, despite the challenges, we have so much dedication to this technology, to each other, to the space and the ecosystem as a whole, that I'm I'm really inspired by how everybody's maintained kind of um, a mutual respect for each other is still very collaborative, very encouraging of new projects coming into the space, still supporting OG projects. You know, there's there isn't a ton of fall off in this community. People once they kind of you know, decide they're going to support you, they stick with it. I, I have people that were from my, you know, very first DMs in the Hedera uh, ecosystem. The, the very first people I kind of randomly met on Twitter or wherever, or Discord, um, that I still talk to. And I've never met them, um, but it doesn't matter because there's shared values there. And uh, I think seeing two or three years of that and seeing this community as strong as ever, um, speaks volumes so that's what i have to say appreciate it man and real quick too i wanted to say one thing i got to get together that people are bugging me about is i got to get i got to get a theme song for the show and <laughs> to be honest dude i've been trying to work on one and they are they are horrible so i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to um i'm gonna have to connect with you and and uh i think we might have to get working on something because uh, I, I was like, oh, I'm going to be able to do this. I can get something that, that'll be great, but it's not, <laughs> they're not good. So I'm going to have to connect with you, man, on that. Love it. We'll get, we'll get it sorted, man. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Um, shout out to, uh, just received a hundred H bar with the memo. Congratulations on episode 100. Don't stop. Won't stop the show. Um, so appreciate the contributions from the community. Um, I'm going to dive into some uh, some other stories, but real quick, I just want to share some some uh, metrics, some analytics for you numbers people out there about the show. Um, over the history of the whole show, I've uh, crunched the numbers, and it's safe to say 
the show has received about 80,000 listens uh, over these 100 episodes, uh, which isn't easy, um, especially on Twitter Spaces, uh, but then also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Um, and those aren't big numbers when you look at other crypto shows out there, but I'm really proud, you know, that this is really a hash graph show focused on this ecosystem and community and being able to grow it in that way and just kind of see that growth is just amazing. It works out to about, you know, on average, you know, 700 listeners per show. Um, and sometimes, you know, I, I looked back at the, at the numbers for each of the shows. Like you can go back and look at the, the X spaces for these, you know, shows that you can even see the one I'm surprised they're still live. Like for, let's say episode 52 or whatever. And like 350 listeners is like a low number. And I'm shocked. I'm really shocked. Um, so, and some of the episodes have over a thousand. So it's just incredible. Um, and going through the analytics of kind of where people listen from, um, we've got listeners from, of course, the US, Canada, UK, Australia, Germany, but also like Japan, Netherlands, France, India, Korea, Mexico, Jamaica, Nigeria, Denmark, Spain, Brazil, Ireland, Poland, Portugal, Thailand, Norway, the UAE, New Zealand, China, Taiwan, Italy, Russia, Ukraine, South Africa, Zimbabwe, Switzerland, Greece, like, you know, people that go on the website or subscribe on Apple Podcasts or all these things. I can look at these numbers and see these numbers and there's listeners from all those places. It's crazy that tune in, like maybe not on spaces, but that tune in on YouTube or, you know, Spotify or whatever. So it's crazy. Um, and there, there is a segment of like at least a hundred or more, like incredibly loyal listeners that I see tuning in every single week. Uh, and I can even see them down here. We've got Tata, we got Jesse, uh, we got Mr. Total, we got Matt.h, we got No Man's uh, Internet, we got Rebecca, we got Iron Chief, we got uh, Lady H, like, you know, non-fungibles, like there's so many people here that, you know, just tune in every single week. And I, I, I always remember that. So those people, you know, extra shout out to you guys, uh, have had dozens of incredible guests, um, on the show, you know, you know, I talked about solo, solo Cisse, or even like, you know, Rob Allen from the H bar foundation. It's just incredible. The people I've been able to have on the show. Um, I've only missed five episodes, which I was kind of surprised by. Um, so, uh, pretty good track record, uh, and nearly 10,000 H bar has been contributed to the show, which translates into, um, me being able to purchase, you know, subscriptions to tools. I need to do all this crazy research, um, and saving up for, you know, new podcast equipment and stuff like that, like a better microphone, a soundboard, all sorts of things like that. Like how cool is it going to be to be able to kind of like, not just talk about, something Lehman said, but actually play it. So that's going to be cool. Um, the Hashgraph enthusiasts community on X, right? There's a, there's a community on Twitter or X. It's almost at 1.2 thousand members and, you know, folks post things in there and different stuff. So that's amazing. Show's got a five-star rating on Apple podcasts, a 4.6 star rating on Spotify. So the Spotify crowd's a little tougher. So we'll get, we'll, we'll get them. Um, and, I've spent at least over a thousand hours developing the show since its inception. So I say time 
well spent. Um, so we're going to continue on here again. All these stories, uh, you can check them out later on itsbrandond.com slash hbar. Um, all the episodes are available on major podcast platforms. We're going to recap 10 episodes at a time and then take a little break like we just did and kind of check things out. Um, and, you know, speakers, you know, this is a long show, so feel free to like pop on or pop off as needed um, and uh, throw your hand up if you got something to chime in on. And we will be doing a giveaway of an awesome H-Bar holiday sweater from NFTs. It's an NFT that you hold in your wallet and you claim it for a sweater. It is a vibe. So episode 61, January, 2022, 2023, what do we talk about? So this is when I actually launched the community contributions portion to the show and kind of made it so people could, you know, contribute to the show. Cause I was faced with a decision of like, do I do ads? Do I do a sponsorship? And I kind of was like reminded of that, you know, brought to you by listeners like you. And I, I really like that. So I choose, I chose to go that direction clearly was the right direction. Um, Hedera also reached 3 billion transactions. So, right. It took us years to get to 1 billion transactions. And then it took us, you know, another month or two to tack on an extra 2 billion transactions. It was January was a crazy month. Probably will go down in the history books as like the turning point of the network, just from a, uh, uh, transactions per second standpoint, revenue standpoint, all that kind of stuff. Uh, on this episode too, I chatted with Matt from Dovu, the CTO of Dovu, Matt Smith. He's, that was a great conversation just talking about um, what Dovu was all about, um, learning more about it and getting a little excited about it. And, you know, since they've obviously gone to become an incredibly prominent project in the ESG space, um, Lehman was interviewed by BitBoy. So talk about a little bit of a deep cut there, right? January this year. We know, you know, the story of BitBoy and what's been happening and all that crazy stuff. Remember, Lehman was interviewed by BitBoy. I'm, I'm pretty sure you can go and watch that episode and what a trip that is. Um, it all it was also highlighted that, uh, you know, Hedera runs on less energy than a regular house. Um, and that was like a very exciting statistic. I think it, it definitely caused some, I won't say controversy, but... Uh, it 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 increased the discussion and amplified these elements of Hedera, raised more questions, you know, all these different types of things. Um, and Citadel Wallet announced their white paper. Galaxy teased um, their upcoming launch, which we know happened, which was super cool. We didn't quite know at the time. And Hedera was upgrading the gossip protocol, which was very interesting, which was all about bringing that time to finality down. And it was it was fascinating on two, for two reasons. One is it was a sign that they were getting ready to scale, right? That they were getting ready to see an increased rate of TPS. But furthermore, it was an update to the gossip protocol. It wasn't the, the gossip about gossip like algorithm. It was that every network has a gossip protocol, right? So, um, they did it and it was very volatile. So they rolled it back. And that was an interesting topic for episode 61. Episode 62, January 29th, 2023. Um, this is when the show arrived on all major podcast platforms. This is when the show uh, became available on, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. It was a big turning point for the show. I mean, it's still audio only, but 
it was a lot of it was a lot of there was a lot of demand for that. People um, couldn't always make the live show, and also um, not everyone was on Twitter right at the time. Right, not everyone could tune into it on Twitter. So there was a real demand. There was a growing demand, and the show had you know like hundreds of listeners per episode, and it was time to grow it and make it available in more places. And it was part of that, you know, the community contributions, people sending HBAR to the show that that just empowered me to say, okay, I'm going to put more time and resources into the show. The community wants it. Let's deliver. So that was a big moment. I also had uh, Pluto from Hashpack on that episode. We talked about Hashpack things. Um, definitely go listen to that episode if you're interested in Hashpack. Might be an interesting uh, time capsule. Uh, Ledger. HTS support was still delayed. That was one of the things we talked about, right? The ledger devices. That's, I guess, it's still an ongoing saga. Uh, the ISO 200.22 standard was announced. Um, and that was, you know, capturing the attention of, of the crypto community and knowledge sharing around that. And, you know, uh, Hedera really making it clear that, you know, it's compatible and it's a messaging standard that can be used with Hedera. So that was important. Um also, this is a time when patches, I see HGraph Punks listening down there. I also see uh, King Solomon listening down there. I'm going to bring you guys up um, just shortly once I get through these 10 episodes. But um, so, so stand by. Um, yeah, it, this is really when patches started the conversation around mutable metadata, um, which turned out to be HIP 657. And that was a really fascinating thing because I think it spun a lot of heads in the community and had people kind of going, oh, you can change an NFT later on. Very, very interesting. Um, Christian Hasker um, sent out a tweet that was very, I think, grabbed a lot of people's attention, which he said, um, 20 billion transactions is one thing, but how about 20 billion transactions every 20 minutes? Um, you know, kind of like saying that, you know, we're going to get to these billions and billions of transactions. Um, and then kind of implying that we'll be doing that every 20 minutes. So think of that scale. So that was a tweet kind of shared early this year by Christian Hasker that was very kind of like bold to say the least. Um, this is also too when uh, people started asking questions again about that Fortune 10 use case. Remember, Lehman was on a webinar in 2021 and he was kind of saying there's a Fortune 10 use case that's going to be offering services to small businesses. And when you say Fortune 10 use case, right, that's one of the top 10 companies in America. And we, and it's, I, I don't know if that's happening anymore. And that's, you know, in the, you know, at the start of this year, people were trying to, you know, figure out what was going on with that. So I'm kind of like trying to figure that out now. And Proven DB was acquired on episode 63. And Patches, I see you down there too. I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring you and King Solomon up just uh, after I get through these episodes. Um, episode 63, February 5th, 2023. Um, the title for this one was, When Did This Happen? Um, this was when a new inbox feature was rumored. This was HIP 655. So this was like um, going back to, you know, talking about the Tommy Wazow NFT kind of craziness and the auto associate stuff. There was that question of like, okay, so what if I want to send someone an NFT that they haven't associated? Um, on Hedera, right? That special feature of the network. I can't if they don't associate it and that creates a bit of a blocker. So what if there was kind of like an inbox similar to like your Twitter DMs where 
you'll see DMs from people that you know, but if you don't know someone, they'll land in another folder that says like pending DMs or something. Would there be a way to just, you know, spam NFTs out to people on the network, but not have it go in their wallet, just be put into like a pending inbox type thing. So that was a hip, that was a very interesting thing. And that was a conversation that started early February, which was fascinating. This was also when Hedera's TVL passed $40 million. Uh, this was also when account creation on Hedera continued to soar, right? People started seeing accounts being created and it was very exciting. Um, Ledgerworks launched their Century product, which I use and I use on the show. People will see me post screenshots on, on X kind of like when people send a, you know, an HBAR contribution to the show, I get an email alert. Uh, sadly, I think I hear that that product is going to be sunset. I don't know, but I heard something along those lines, but. Anyways, I love Century from Ledgerworks. I use it all the time. HBAR Suite launched their new NFT decks. Uh, Dovu teased more of their partnerships. And Saucer Swap reached 100 million total volume. Major milestone. Episode 64, February 12th, 2023, titled One Down, Two to Go. I had Citadel Wallet on as a guest, Andy from Citadel Wallet. This was before the wallet was really seen in person. It was kind of just the white paper had been published. It was very interesting. So we had a fascinating conversation about it. Nice little time capsule. Go back and listen to that episode. And this is also when Dell joined the Hedera Governing Council, which was huge. It was a new Governing Council member in what felt like forever. Um, and it was Dell Technologies, which... You know, Dell Technologies and, and their and their hardware powers most of the internet, right? Like most of the the things happening and flowing through the internet are flowing through Dell's products. And they're big into edge computing. They just recently published an article about how they're looking to leverage Hedera for edge computing use cases. So having them as a governing council member was huge. Um, PixFi announced their plans for NFT, marketplace, aggregator different things, which is very fascinating. Um, Upside Co-op announced their platform. The community nodes for Hedera got delayed, right? So we were teased quarter one and then they got delayed. And again, you know, flipping forward with the recent news of Hedera kind of interfacing with the IRS, you kind of wonder, does that have anything to do with it? But the, uh, you know, the saga on community nodes continues. And Hedera posted a meme. I think it was their first meme. Does anyone remember um, that, you know, objects and mirror are closer than they appear? And it was like the guy running. Um, so I actually am going to have, hopefully I think Oliver will be stopping by the show um, in about an hour or so. He's the head of social media for Hedera and um, is responsible for all of those tweets sent out by Hedera. So um, he'll be stopping by the show, I think, in a little bit here. So we'll uh, we'll we'll reminisce about all of the uh, you know <laughs> the the funny tweets. But that was the Hedera's first meme. That was a big milestone, in my opinion. Um, episode sixty five, February nineteenth, twenty twenty three, titled "Follow Button Fumble." Hedera followed Sony, um, and we didn't quite know what was going on with that. You know, people woke up one day and they were like, um, do you see that Hedera is following Sony? Could Sony be a new governing council member? Could Sony be building on Hedera? Is there some big announcement coming? Um, and then just like that, Hedera was no longer following Sony. Um, 
and it was it was a very interesting thing. It sparked a lot of discussion, um, and it also caused people to start to highlight uh, a patent that Sony had um, that that kind of mentioned Web three things and NFTs. So it was it was a very interesting moment. Um, Mance's infamous "It's a fallacy" interview when he was asked about decentralization and governance on other networks, and he famously said, "You know, it is a fallacy to assume." that Hedera is not uh, one of the most decentralized networks. Um, that was really, really uh, funny. So fond memory. Um, Hedera tweeted out, uh, you know, their their chaos and order tweet. Uh, they, they sent out a tweet that was like, um, you know, if crypto is chaos, Hedera is order. So again, this was really a, a time when Hedera was getting more bold. Um, HIP657 moved to the last call stage. So that was a big milestone, right? Mutable NFTs, change NFTs after the fact. Very exciting. TPS continued to climb. And that brings us to episode 66, February 26th, 2023. I called this one light at the end of the chasm. You can kind of sense a theme here. I was riffing on chasms quite a bit. It felt like all that year was a chasm. Um, this was when Hedera was set to move 3.4 billion HBAR to Swirls, um, which... You know, people were like, whoa, that's a that's a lot of H bar. Um, and that was compensation for Swirls, um, you know, maintaining the Hedera network effectively. And that definitely ruffled some feathers, brought some people out of the woodwork. But reflecting on it now, these types of moments, which you could consider like controversial or what have you, it, it creates these environments of, of learning and knowledge and exposes a lot of things. And I think in retrospect, um, oops, sorry if I cut out there uh, for a sec. I got uh, give me a thumbs up, everybody, if you can still hear me. I got a call come in on my uh, on my phone, uh, one of those emergency alert systems. So it doesn't involve me. So thank goodness. But yeah, it, like those types of moments, um, you know, they cause a lot of knowledge sharing, um, and also too. Wealthsimple adds HBAR as a supported asset. And Wealthsimple is huge in Canada and it brought big exposure to the Canadian market. Um, and I thought it was quite a substantial thing just as, you know, Canadian myself, um, you know, being able to invest in HBAR and not having to create a Adair account, pretty big. Atma.io transactions drop to 300, which it really was the first time that we had like that high of exciting high TPS. It was very exciting. And then having a low and going, uh-oh, TPS can go down too. What does that mean? So again, that sparked a very interesting conversation. Um, Lithos teams up with dead pixels. Solana narrowly avoids a restart of their network. And um, Hedera flexes that they haven't had an outage in 935 days. Um, and what I want to do real quick is just take a, a pit stop here. Uh, before I go on uh, to the to the next little chunk here is I want to bring up patches. I know patches, you have a meeting in a, in a couple minutes, but I wanted to ask you, um, when we look back at the year, um, what kind of bubbles to the surface of your mind um, of this year and kind of heading into next year for the Hedera community? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot. Uh, you're actively covering all of it. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I apologize. I have two hours of meetings right after this, um, three minutes. So um yeah, it's it's been a journey, and I think uh, as a community member, there's been a couple of moments where 
I think probably the biggest thing that stands out to me, and to be fair, I am much more in the NFT tokenization um, vertical inside of Hedera, is when we saw the Hedera heat wave actually kick off and Zeus went over a million HBAR in 24-hour volume. Uh, and we saw, you know, dead pixels and, and um, hungry barboons and just the entire ecosystem uh, was getting exposure and through it we were having you know spaces with tons of onboarding you know um just a, a lot of excitement around what is hedera and getting that knowledge into the solana ecosystem ecosystem so it was kind of like to me um that was the moment where you could see that there was traction and you could see that if if adopted the the value was absolutely here you know People in Solana were like, I'm flipping things for 10 cents and I'm coming out on top, right? Um, which is as they like to do uh, over there. That's kind of the culture is flipping. Um, but this this was a more efficient network. It wasn't going down. It was um, executing these things so quickly that they could do weird things that they haven't been able to do even on Solana. So to me, I don't know if that was the question, but that was like the, if I have to think about the biggest moment in the last year, it's the the peeking behind the curtain and seeing what is what is adopt what does adoption look like and is it plausible and is this a thing that actually can happen and i think that was a very real moment of a lot of days of over a million you know h bar and volume and it wasn't the hedera ecosystem it was people coming in to the hedera ecosystem and and you know validifying what 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 we've been our hypothesis that hedera is the best and and we had we had that traction. So I'm looking forward to this next bull run where we get to do the same thing, but at a much 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 bigger uh, volume number because we're we're a lot more battle tested and ready for for that. That's so true. Yeah, Hedera in this community feels like a different beast going into this uh, this next year. So that's awesome. I, I love that man. So really appreciate you stopping by um, and uh, enjoy, enjoy your two hours of meetings. I know what that's like. They're good meetings. I'm loving being in Swirls because the conversations are just like deep level Hedera conceptualization for tokenization consensus. And uh, that's where I live. Ooh. So it's, um, I very much am enjoying my new job. <laughs> yeah. I love that, man. That's exciting. Well, shout out to you, man. Um, and uh, I, I really appreciate everything you do for this community. And I think that you being at Swirls is just one of the best things that's happened. So um, shout out to you, man. Really appreciate you. I appreciate it. And, uh, congratulations for your hundredth episode. It's mind blowingly cool. Um, I just want to say you're not cool unless you have a full complete set of the pixel rugs V1. Uh, I still go back and look at those. <laughs> they're, they're still great. So <laughs> yeah, with that, I got a dip, but thank you so much for having me up and, and congratulations again on this, this awesome podcast. Thanks so much, man. Really, really appreciate it. And King Solomon, I'm going to bring you up um, in a moment here, I'm just going to get through some other little memories here and then I'm going to bring you up because I know you got to jet out soon. So bear with me. Episode 67, March 5th, 2023. Um, I had uh, David from FSCO on the show as a guest to talk about some really exciting things they were doing. Fresh Supply Co. If folks aren't familiar, we learned eventually that there, there's like MasterCard breadcrumbs and all these different things. So that was a very, very exciting, uh, you know, aspect of of that episode, and we learned a lot about um, that use case. And David was just such a great guest. He's so forthcoming and so knowledgeable on Hedera. So definitely, if you're interested in FSCO, 
do go listen to episode 67. It was a big one. Uh, Brian Brooks joins the HBAR Foundation board. And Brian Brooks was is like a huge policymaker. He was a Coinbase, um, big, big uh, addition to the HBAR Foundation board. Um, haven't heard a lot since. I don't, I, you know, so we'll have to see what's happening with Brian Brooks. But again, probably one of the most important figures in crypto. Um, Hedera rocks it at ETH Denver. Hedera hit 61 million transactions in one day. So that was an eye grabber for sure for everybody. And this was also too when the Hedera mainnet broke 1,000 transactions per second for the first time, um, which was really, really big. Um, Hash Access announces AI NFTs and FSCO breadcrumbs got really juicy and it was retweeted by Hedera. So that's really when we started to realize, okay, a new major use case that supply chain is going to be coming to the mainnet and we're still kind of seeing that story unfold. So that was very interesting. Episode 68, better now than later. This was a very uh, important episode because this was when we talked about the attack on Hedera, which was regarding smart contracts and it caused the proxies for the mainnet to be turned off. So the mainnet and the Hedera itself uh, was running perfectly fine, but outside access to the network was disabled. Why? because there was a smart contract exploit uh, that started on Pangolin, uh, which is a DEX on Hedera, and $600,000 worth of assets were stolen using this exploit and moved off of Hedera. So the governing council um, enacted these emergency procedures to say, okay, we're not, we're not, you know, the network's not getting shut down. What we're gonna do is we're gonna, we're gonna turn off proxies to the main net because this is a serious issue. Um, and I was genuinely surprised at the fact that there wasn't a ton of backlash from the community. I think that there was, uh, because it wasn't the actual network getting shut off, it was just governing council node providers turning off their proxies. Um, it was a very nuanced and very um, interesting milestone in Hedera's history. and. On episode 68, I actually had Justin Trollope from Pangolin on the show to talk through minute by minute what happened in all of those private calls, um, what was happening on the mainnet, how did things get stolen, what action was taken. And he walked us through minute by minute. We documented a full and complete timeline. It was like a three-hour show. So if you're interested in learning about that event, Episode 68, go listen to it. Also on the show, Hedera Mainnet hit 5 billion transactions. Hashpack launched their secure trade version 2, which basically allowed you to like send and receive any combination of tokens. Uh, HIP657 was accepted and Hedera ranks number 35 in best startup employers. Episode 69, How Soon Is Now, on March 19th, 2023, um, I had Rob Allen on the show. That was a fascinating show. Great interview. Lots of awesome insights. Um, the Juicy Verse arrives. I don't know what's happening with the Juicy Verse now, but the Juicy Verse from Starburst Metaverse. I don't know what it was, but they uh, they did a thing. Um, Rob Allen basically said, you know, every business will be using Hedera whether they know it or not in the future. He just tweeted that and just stated that it's kind of a shared sentiment. Um, Hedera's TVL dropped. Uh, substantially after that pre-compile attack that we were just kind of talking about for episode 68, um, which was a bummer. 
Um, and Lehman spoke about empires versus real change. He was at, I believe, I can't remember where he was at, but he basically said something that I think stuck with the community, which was, um, there's a difference between wanting to build your own empire and wanting to um, create real change. Um, and I think that resonated with the community and I think kind of spoke to a lot of a, a lot of people in the community. So uh, that's recorded. You can go and watch that, but it was a very kind of interesting um, moment. And I think a very clear statement uh, from Lehman, but King Solomon, it's so happy to have you up here, man. You've been a huge, huge supporter of this show. And I'm, I'm so grateful to have you up here today for the hundredth episode. And uh, same question. I mean, I've just been asking people, like when you look back over 2023 and then kind of looking ahead for 2024, like what are you, what are your thoughts on the Hedera ecosystem and kind of like highlights or general sentiment, like really, really curious. Cause you, you definitely have a, a very wide ranging perspective. I mean, I, I think first and foremost, um, gotta say congratulations, uh, people like you that are doing this on a consistent basis is certainly something to be applauded. Um, hundred episodes is a ridiculous achievement. Um, and knowing how much work goes behind, let alone the research, but bringing guests on to these types of uh, spaces and everything else is it's, it's a massive workload. And um, also congratulations for the wallet working group and um, uh, the advisory aspects, everything else that you're doing across the board. I mean, it's, it's a hundred percent. I mean, it's cool to see people from the community that have been here for years starting to kind of take more like um, direct roles within the ecosystem and kind of being rewarded for all the hard work they put in. Um, if I had to look back and think of anything, I think it's just the continuation of where this space is going and the technology. If you look at Hedera, I remember interviewing uh, Mansa Consensus um, earlier this year and talking about TPS and then interviewing Mance again at Hello Future Live or maybe it was even on a podcast three or four months after that, he said he doesn't even really look at real transactions per second anymore because it's a given that that's going to keep, you know, growing and developing. And one of the overarching themes, you know, being in this, just in the crypto space as a whole for five or six years that I think most of us know is that this technology and these ecosystems, these distributed ledgers are one step away from really going, like truly going live and affecting the entire world as far as how we move money, how we move data, and when I asked Mance about the overarching themes he's seeing right now at Hello Future Live uh, about a month and a half ago or early October, he basically said, um, you know, it's not just the banks. It's like these financial service providers that tie into the banks. You look at like if uh, Fidelity Information Services or a Jack Henry or an Accenture or, you know, these, these um, organizations that actually provide the infrastructure for the banks um, all being integrated with distributed ledger technology pretty much already, or at least trialing everything out. Once everything is totally ready, it's really, we hear the phrase and it's kind of cliche, like the flip of a, uh, of a switch type thing. Um, but once they turn it on and once these, you know, these FSPs or financial service providers that are the intermediaries between the banks start going live, uh, you got to ask yourself, you know, certainly US dollars and things like that still exist, but once, once the cat's out of the bag and they start using the technology and they, I just don't see how we go back. So really excited for all the community builders, really excited for the ecosystem as a whole. Um, certainly believe in Hedera. Funny story, Brandon, <laughs> I DM'd Patches. I, I have to hop in like two seconds. I DM'd Patches this morning and I'm like, hey dude, 
I just found an old 22 word uh, recovery phrase that I think was back at their, their test net days, whenever it was like um, scrolling through the articles and stuff. And you can go to my HBAR wallet and try to, um, you can put, put in your seed phrase, which I did, but then you have to like know your account ID, which is weird. Um, so I'm trying to recover that old wallet. I think it's the one that I used whenever they used to have the, the micropayment streaming thing for reading articles, like during testnet or data net. Oh, right. What was, that was the daily time. Steve. Yeah. So I found that, I found wow. that seed phrase for that wallet and I'm like, oh my God, how freaking badass would it be to repopulate it and use that as my wallet. But I'm hoping I can get it sorted at the end of the day though. Um, I think three or four years deep into this community and ecosystem really believe in it. And uh, just excited moving forward. And again, Brandon, congratulations to you, man. That's a ma- 100 is a massive achievement. Looking forward to 200 and looking forward to 1,000 down the line here. So uh, kudos, man. Really appreciate it, man. And it was so good seeing you in LA and the stuff that Genfinity is doing is incredible. So really, really appreciate you, man. And all the support you give to the show and, and everyone else in the community. So really appreciate you, man. Thanks, guys. I got to hop. I've got a space in 45 minutes. But congratulations, Brandon, uh, to everybody up here, all the OGs which is pretty much everybody I see in the panel right here. Uh, see you guys later. Oh, real quick, Monday uh, or Friday, I'm doing a Galaxy Corner with Solo at 3.30. I might be hitting some people up on the side if they want to participate in that. And then Monday, we're doing a gaming space with HBAR Foundation, uh, Vavelverse, uh, Legends of the Past, Earthlings. So that'll be Monday. So um, yeah, but kudos, Brandon. Congratulations, man. And uh, see you guys. Appreciate you, man. Take care. Um Coin man, I shot you an invite to come up to speak to Coin man. You got you got to come up here, man. Um, also, too, real quick, just uh, you know, I, I got some folks up here I want to I want to touch with, but real quick, um, if you're if you're looking for ways to support the show, check out the tweet pin to the top. Just a reminder, all these stories and everything like that that I'm talking about, you'll be able to grab them on itsbrandond.com/hbar tomorrow. Check it all out, so don't stress. Um, all of the episodes are available on all major podcast platforms. So any of the episodes I'm talking about, you can just go look them up. It's easy. You can listen to them if you want to, you know, recap on these things. Um, and yeah, we're going to be doing a giveaway very, very soon, probably in the next half hour or so. So get ready. I'm giving away, um, a beautiful H bar holiday sweater from NFTs. It's a, it's a NFT that you're going to get in your wallet and then you can claim it for a, an actual beautiful sweater. Um, and it comes with a one-on-one tag securely paired with the NFT to prove ownership. So stay tuned. It's going to be like a trivia question about the show. Uh, coin man, I've got to ask you, I mean, you're like, if we want to talk about OGs, um, an OG of OGs, um, and looking at this year, 2023, into 2024 and just being in this space for so long, I'm just really curious about, um, you know, what, what goes top of mind for you? Like what's on your mind right now? What's a, what's a highlight, what's a sentiment and kind of, where do you, what are you looking at going forward? Yeah. Hi guys. Good to be on the show. Um, big achievement, Brandon, hundred shows. Um, your question, Thanks, man. that's right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just think we're just it's, we're just building that head of steam, aren't we? With all these uh, use cases, you know, it's uh, it's all it's all coming. We know that. Um, I just feel there'll be a tipping point at some point, um, probably early next year. Um, 
But, you know, we've said that in the past, you know, there's always coming soon, coming soon. But um, it really does feel that there's there's so much in the pipeline. And um, just reading that, I don't know if anyone else read that, um, that Dell paper that was released. Uh, it was posted online um, a day or two ago. It just really highlighted to me the uh, all, all the, the kind of things that go into preparing an enterprise for using DLT. You know, with the uh, all, all this coordination that has to go into it, and I kind of transpose that onto large use cases. You know, if it's hard enough to get a node up and running think what it must take to actually deploy a business use case in in, in large organizations so yeah i just think it's all coming 2024 let's have it 2025 you know we'll be uh celebrating hopefully <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love the energy man i really i really appreciate you and everything you do for the community i mean i think for a lot of folks you were one of the first follows um, on Twitter and like the first memer. And I think you were doing, you were doing like memes about H bar when it was like at one cent for a while there, like you, you, you never relented. So really appreciate it. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure I've repeated myself at this stage. I think have I done this meme before? <laughs> the greatest hits. Yeah. Occasionally, um, occasionally you see one out in the wild and you just think, Oh yeah, I remember doing that one. And uh, yeah, that's that's quite nice. Someone, you know, puts it on a YouTube video, and you think, you know, I remember doing that. But yeah, yeah, that's my wheelhouse. Really, is memes and um, just sort of trying to relay the news in a single tweet. So occasionally I do threads, but I, I try to distill distill stuff down into a single tweet because uh, you know people tend not to to read um well they do read long tweets but you know I, I like to to get the the news out there succinctly yeah absolutely i think you do a great job that's what it's about bite-sized information grab attention spark people's imagination um i think that's great so uh really appreciate you stopping by man feel free to like hang out up here and throw your hand up if uh if you have any uh insights or stuff to chime in on with the things i'm talking about but what I want to do uh, before I throw it to uh, Tazuki here is, and I'll figure out how to pronounce that name in a minute, is um, I want to just quickly mention some folks have uh, responded and shared the spaces on Twitter. I mean, anyone listening right now, share the spaces. There's a little comment button at the bottom, right? If you kind of want to share your thoughts, but um, some of the, uh, some of the, uh, you know, stuff that was shared in there was, you know, um, at H bar Tata says, what a milestone. Congrats, Brandon. And thank you for your dedication. I appreciate you. Um, MRAC shared this awesome uh, fugitives like rock on, rock and roll, uh, skeleton hand, which is, I, again, the artwork is beautiful, orange and purple. So I think that's great. Non-fungible blobs shared a, an adorable little blob with uh, some cute eyeballs said uh, LFG, HBAR NFTs. Couldn't set it better myself. Uh, Space Ape says, congrats uh, on your Bark Star Award. That's right. I was, just before the show in the Saucer Swap Discord, I, I won some sauce of, a, of a, some contest or something. I don't know what it was. Anyways, it was just like some random thing. I thought it was fantastic. Um, Jack Diamond shares the classic uh, guy holding an H-bar flag. 
Um, uh, at Cyber Skeletor 69 says, congrats, Brandon, with a bunch of exclamation points. Appreciate you. Um, and I want to throw it real quick. Um, I know I'm going to have you as a guest on the show soon, Suzuki. Maybe our, maybe our next guest will find out. But um, I wanted to ask you, because I don't want to spoil anything for the interview, so I don't want to go too deep. But I know you've been in the community for quite a while and you've been like all over uh, Twitter X recently, like at all these events and networking, and it's very exciting. You got all sorts of ideas and making connections and stuff. But I wanted to take a moment here, just kind of real quick, just to maybe pull things back a bit. Maybe just ask you, um, as someone who clearly is, you know, connected in the space, like looking back at at, at this year, looking forward into next year, what's kind of the one thing that kind of like pops to the top of your mind, like some sentiment or memory or idea or something like that. I'm curious. Yeah, sure. Um, first of all, thank you for inviting me up here. And also congratulations on your 100th episode. I try to tune in as often as I can. And I really enjoy these spaces. Um, I think, you know, the last year was quite interesting. So I personally thought that we would see more from the enterprises. I mean, we did see Atma go live, which was fantastic, but I thought we would see more. Um, so my main concern right now is to make sure that next year we do see more by engaging with governing council members and figuring out use cases we can implement and really making sure that the ecosystem tooling that is now available is at um, disposal for all of these governing council members to create custom use cases and deploy them and actually have them go live next year. So I think um, that's something I'm very excited about to uh, leverage the opportunity of working together with uh, governing council members. And the other thing I'm really excited about is to fill up the governing council by the end of next year. I think I personally would be able to do that from outside. Um, I'm already in pretty advanced conversations with two companies, which I mean, would be as big as the biggest council members we currently have if, if they finalize. And I'm like setting up all the formal uh, communication channels and meetings and things like this. Um, so that's like mainly what I care about on the enterprise side. So leveraging what's already there the existing members expanding beyond the governing council representatives to the entire organizations, um, speaking with different lines of businesses at these companies. I mean, Google is massive. Uh, Deutsche Telekom is massive. These companies have uh, sometimes hundreds of thousands of employees with uh, 10,000s of uh, departments all doing different things, often with uh, Web3 initiatives, in uh, different parts of the company. Usually they're not very aware of Hedera, at least in the case of telecom. Um, I've noticed the German team has no idea about what they can do with uh, Hedera. Um, so yeah, um, that's like what I'm excited the most uh, about, like the enterprise, but also, you know, I've been meeting a lot of amazing startups who want to build on Hedera. Uh, some of them are already, you know, in talks to get grants and stuff. Um, but generally, I hope we do see more uh, companies, uh, startups building on Hedera. But I think the key lever there is going to be um, enabling uh, venture capital companies 
with knowledge about Hedera, um, best practices, and also some resources regarding the tooling available so that they're open to accelerating Hedera startups. Uh, so yeah, that kind of sums up what I'm excited about. Maybe as a memory, I think what was very cool is when Atma went live, for the first time, we saw like what the na- what the network is really capable of at its core layer. I think that was super exciting. And uh, generally, I think it's been a great year, but I think we can do even better. I think we can do 10 times better next year. And if the community really pulls together as well, and we all do our own part to make this network great, um, then nothing can really stop us because from the technology point of view, it's the best technology out there. Love it. That's fantastic. And, and like I said, I'm going to have you on the show soon. So there's a lot more I want to ask you, but I'm going to save it for uh, an upcoming episode. I'm really, really looking forward to it. So um, really appreciate you stopping by, man. I'm very curious about what you're doing and uh, we'll, we'll definitely uh, get into it on, on an upcoming episode. Uh, so appreciate you stopping by. Now, um, what I want to do is I want to continue on, but I want to let people know very soon I'm going to be doing a giveaway of the uh, NFT's Holiday H-Bar sweater. Um, and it's going to be a little bit of trivia and if you want to win, you have to put your thinking cap on and I'll let you know kind of what's going on. But be prepared. After we review these next 10 episodes, we're going to be doing a giveaway. So get ready. Now, March 26th, 2023 was episode 70. And the title for that one was Exponential Times. And this is when Hedera hit 6 billion transactions, um, which again, if we want to talk about milestones... Uh, that was quite a considerable milestone because at that point it was like it it we it kindly it, it finally sunk in that oh we're doing like a, a billion transactions per month like it was pretty wild like you know in in a span of just months realizing you go from single digits to doing a billion transactions a month it was crazy um hedera this was probably again these are I focus on sometimes very strange things, but Hedera tweeted an hourglass emoji. Um, they tweeted an hourglass emoji on March 25th. And don't I, I, I'm still not 100% on what that was about. I kind of talked about it with Oliver, uh, the head of social media for Hedera um, on a previous episode. And, um, you know, some of those tweets, I don't even think, you know, he remembers exactly what they were about, but I love those kind of like cryptic random tweets. I love seeing Hedera just tweet out random stuff. I had Patches as a guest on this episode. We talked about AI. Um, Citadel finally showed their first beta demo of their wallet. So the first time we saw a physical Citadel wallet interfacing with Hashpack, um, that was very exciting. Um, Hedera updated their treasury management report. They kind of changed on how they report things. Um, Generally, I think the sentiment overall was a a positive, um, you know, it was a positive uh, change. So... I don't think that, uh, you know, I don't think there was all, you know, any negativity around that, uh, but definitely sparked some conversation. Microsoft began testing a crypto wallet built into their Edge browser, um, which was very, very interesting. I don't know if there's been any news about that since, um, but March, we were talking about it. Very interesting. Uh, And 
Hedera rises to 700 TPS on real TPS. So that was that sustained TPS. They were first place. Um, it was really, I think as we got a few weeks and months into those, you know, hundreds of TPS on the main net, I think that we finally started to realize, okay, this is a new Hedera we're dealing with. Episode 71 was on April 2nd, 2023. This one was called A Frenzied First Quarter. We talked about Hedera's involvement with the U.S. State Department of Agriculture, and that was big. That involved um, Hedera's chief of policy, Nomeni Rubin, um, actually appearing in front of uh, the committee and, uh, again, really kind of taking those policy strides and making some of those moves, similar to kind of what we're seeing recently. That was interesting. FSCO, the fresh supply uh, company, confirmed they were heading to the main net. So that was an interesting milestone. We don't quite know what transactions on the mainnet are related to that use case, but it can kind of be assumed that they're live on the mainnet. We'll have to see. Hedera continued their spicy tweets. Um, Hedera tweeted out um, that uh, I think this was on a day that transactions kind of slumped a little bit and they sent out kind of a cheeky tweet. It was like, you know, 12 million transactions is a slow day. Um, so again, this, this year was really kind of Hedera waking up from a social media standpoint and having a little bit of fun. Unfortunately, a lot of those tweets uh, ended up getting deleted. Um, so uh, glad that some of those remain up there. Atma.io adds GPT integration. Hedera's Twitter account got a gold check mark, which was exciting. Uh, I think, you know, very kind of trivial, but I mean, you know, it's cool. I guess they had to spend five grand on that, but you know, worth it. Hedera leveraged for concert tickets by Studio 100. So this was really a, a first kind of um, instance of when we look at music, when we look at live shows, ticketing, Studio 100 leveraging that for concert tickets. That was very interesting. And I think that was integrated in with the Venly wallet product. Um, this is also when DREX started to get broader attention. So this was when we started to get word that there was a demo coming, that there was going to be um, a library made available for developers. And, and really, we started to get more nuanced understanding of how exactly DREC, right, decentralized recovery from Swirls Labs, how exactly that would work, and also the scope of it, that it wouldn't just be for your crypto keys, it was for any kind of secret, and that it wasn't directly related to Hedera, it was about every network and anything that involved a secret including passwords. So it was very interesting. Uh, this was also when Dell's Hedera node went live and the diamond standard use case was announced. Uh, episode 72, April 16th, 2023, titled Breadcrumbs Back on the Menu. Uh, this is when the big topic of the Hedera bubble started to come to the surface, started to uh, bubble to the surface. And people in the Hedera community started to kind of look around and go, uh, we might be in a bit of an echo chamber here. We might have some cool things to learn from on other networks. There might be some more value in regards to interfacing with and using other networks, right? That we might feel that aren't as good as Hedera's. There's probably some cool stuff happening on those networks and, and they're probably going to be really big. So that's a time when... I think the community started to to mature in a particular way and really started to kind of understand that Hedera really is a piece of a bigger picture. It's not the whole piece. Um, and again, 
That I think was very important. Uh, Hedera headed back to NFT NYC. Um, there was some new pieces in place for community nodes in the form of HIP 690. Uh, Tomb teased their uh, MetaMask identity snap. Hedera's marketing committee was reinstated, which was very interesting. So that was a little bit off of folks' radar that the marketing committee in the Hedera organization was actually like shut down in, I think, 2021 or 2022, which was weird, right? Mar Marcom, as it's referred to. And we learned that um, that year, you know, in, in early 2023, this year, um, the marketing committee was reinstated. So, and refunded with, I think, $10 million. So it was like, um, or like a million dollars. I can't remember what it was. But anyways, they have a decent budget. I think it was like two or three million dollars. Can't remember. Anyways, they were given a decent budget. The marketing committee was reinstated at Hedera. And that's really needed right now. And it was alarming to find out that there was not a marketing committee, that it had been discontinued. So that was a big milestone. Um, Food Depot was set to start using the uh, 8112 coupon standard from Coupon Bureau. Um, Food Depot being a, you know, quasi-major, um, you know, grocery store, which was exciting, but we kind of have yet to see movement on that. Hedera joins the FIDO Alliance. Um, and as we know, Brett McDowell, the, the president and chair currently of the Hedera board and Hedera um, has connections there. So that was very interesting. We talked about that quite a bit. Hedera adds AI to their documentation, which was great. This was really like when I, AI was starting to blow up. Um, and Descent Wallet integrates with HTS. Um, and then episode 73, um, April 23rd, 2023, from inside the bubble, I really kind of latched onto that topic of, you know, being in a bubble, expanding our perspectives to other networks, looking at what's going on outside of the Hedera ecosystem and um, this is when also too the kind of like um, HTS meme coin craze started um, ramping up when we started seeing meme coins pop up like Grelf and Sauce Inu and like I think there was like a Zeus Inu coin or something like all sorts of wacky stuff and um, you know I think that that was really a, a, a waking moment of a community that was understanding you had to look outside of this ecosystem and, and, you know, arguably prepare for um, new entrance into this ecosystem and kind of looking around and going, well, we need some fun stuff to do. Meme coins was part of that. Hashpack launched their store. Rob Allen joined the Hashgraph Association and left the HBAR Foundation and Karate Combat secured $18 million in funding for their up only gaming. Episode 74 April 30th, 2023, I called this one TPS versus TVL, uh, right? Transactions per second versus total value locked. Um, I ran a poll um, on Twitter kind of asking the community, what's more important, TPS or TVL? What's more important for Adair right now? And um, quite substantially, I think there was about 600 votes. People voted that TVL was more important. And this was this was interesting to me because the Hedera community, again, venturing outside their bubble, were very focused on uh, TPS, right? A metric that was very specific to Hedera. Um, and TVL was something that we didn't really talk about too much in this community. So understanding that that was a very important thing to focus on, that that's something that other networks look to. Um, at, I think, ETH Denver, um, uh, 
H-Bar Bull was at East Denver, uh, Brandon from the H-Bar Bull, and he interviewed Brady uh, from Swirls Labs, the head of marketing, on kind of that poll that I did, uh, referencing it. And Brady said, another thing to keep in mind, and, and this is something I've been talking about, I think is really, again, top of mind for the community, is it's not so much about TPS versus TVL, it's also revenue. And that's when really the conversation around network revenue really started to break through in the community and, and the importance surrounding that, um, which I think was so important. Um, so that spring, you know, this spring was like, I think, a really big awakening for the community on multiple fronts of really trying to break out of the bubble, understand these different topics that maybe aren't directly relevant to the DARE as we might have thought, but are so important to understand. And, and revenue really ended up being one of those ones that entered the top of mind for so many different people. Um Hedera was cited as a hit amongst Web3 misses uh, in the U.S. House Committee for Agriculture hearing. Um, and rumors regarding Deloitte or a big four joining the governing council started. And this was because um, I talk about this on episode 74, but basically what I talk about is some breadcrumbs and connections in regards to Deloitte um, uh, partnering with some other project that was leveraging Hedera in some capacity. There was some kind of loose connection to Deloitte specifically. So we talked about that. Um, Earthling shared a preview of their upcoming game. Saucer Swap announced coin market cap integration, with ba which basically meant that um, it would be much easier for these, um, you know, HTS tokens to um, get listed on coin market cap, which was fantastic. Um, HGraph showed off an onboarding demo where you basically enter an email, it creates a Hedera account and throws some tokens in it. Um, really, really exciting for him from an onboarding purview. Um, Forum launched, which is a, you know, a kind of carbon copy of 4chan running on Hedera message board. Um, super interesting. So you can, when you post messages to there, it's recorded on HCS. Um, really interesting stuff. So that was launched. Um, and HBAR saw an 800% spike in volume, so trading volume, um, which I believe turned out to be a miss report from a particular exchange. Um, but since we've seen some very interesting spikes in volume, um, episode 75, May 7th, 2023, Mirage in the chasm. Again, continuing that theme, Lehman Swap was a DEX on Hedera that had a lot of promise. They, I think they sold close to like $300,000 worth of uh, pre-release NFTs. They were going to be using um, Trident over Uniswap. Um, very exciting stuff. So they lost a laptop that contained the multi-sig keys to access those funds. And the project kind of collapsed in a very... Um, dramatic fashion. And uh, I think that the folks involved with Lehman Swap kind of disappeared from the community. And um, we talked about that quite a bit on the episode, uh, episode 75. Uh, but I think it was a big hit to the community because this is when we were really entering the depths of the bear market. And the last thing we needed was a major project conking out in a way that it did. Um, so that was that was a big moment. Um, also, Hedera reaches a 1,000 transactions per second average. So that was a, also a big moment on the other side of things. Um, Hedera also updated their smart contract security model, um, which was so important um, just in response to the 
um, the uh, pre-compile exploit that happened in uh, mid-March. Um, SedX launched bulk NFT purchases, which basically, which basically allowed um, people to, you know, purchase multiple NFTs at once on a marketplace, which was exciting. And FSCO, right again, the Fresh Supply Co. use case teased that they were going to be HTS heavy, right? Which basically meant that they were going to be using HTS, which was fascinating because that meant that more revenue would be generated for the network because HTS transactions cost more. Episode 76, May 14th, 2023, called this one Clogged Plumbing. Um, we talked about a potential competing network, Canton, which would be launching. Um, and it, just as a direct competitor to Hedera, it had um, some interesting aspects about it and, and definitely seemed positioned as a competitor. To be honest, I haven't really heard uh, a lot about Canton um, since. So, I mean, we'll have to see or whatever it may be. But this is around the time when we started seeing some actual direct competition being launched um, by other networks, L1s and L2s uh, for Adara. Bitcoin clogs up with 400,000 transactions. So this was kind of as ordinals started to ramp up. The Bitcoin network actually got clogged. Uh, there were 400,000 transactions that were kind of stuck, um, which was very strange and got, I think, a bit of a wake-up call for people. Also, Cardano reached 94% capacity, and that started conversations around, okay, what happens when a network like Cardano reaches that level of capacity? Um, you know, what happens? Ethereum experienced a hiccup finalizing blocks. Um, so another L1 major network that was having problems. Bitrex exchange filed for chapter 11 bankruptcy. So we also lost another major exchange. Um, the Hashgraph NFT working group announced themselves. So that's a working group that I help uh, run operations for that's working on music metadata standards. And that was a very exciting moment. Um, and Google adds the ability to search Ethereum addresses right inside of Google. Um, so that was pretty big. Episode 77, leaving orbit. Um, this was a uh, episode May 21st, 2023. Um, uh, there was a new governing council member announced Kofra. Um, and this was kind of, a, you know, like some kind of like family dynasty owned conglomerate across multiple different verticals, a very fascinating governing council member. And, um, I believe the last one that was added this year, we haven't had one since, um, there was a big Hedera governing council meeting at Google's headquarters. Um, and that was very, very cool to see like governing council members in person. I think it might've been, no, the first in-person one was the one in Dubai. This was the second in-person uh, governing council meeting. Um, and it was, again, very cool to see all these people together in the same room um, at Google, right? Having a governing council member host um, that meeting. So very, very interesting. Um, a new wave of music NFTs in Hedera started to, um, surface. Um, and I mean, we think about projects like Vicente and, um, the liftoff and different things like that. There was this, this new conversation sparked this new idea space, uh, created for music NFTs in particular. And I think that really started to excite people. Hedera hit 9 billion transactions. Uh, $50 million worth of diamonds were tokenized on Hedera, uh, which was, again, when we talk about real-world assets, 
Um, that's a major topic that's at the at the very top of everyone's mind in you know on Wall Street in the government in Web three. Everybody's talking about real world assets. So when Hedera tokenizes fifty million dollars worth of diamonds uh, through the diamond standard use case, that was very exciting. Uh, the Hedera testnet comes alive uh, with two hundred million crypto transactions in one week. Um, there's a lot of very interesting things happening on the on the testnet this year. And as Lehman Baird would say, if you want to know what's going to happen on the mainnet, watch the testnet. Um, and if we kind of look holistically at what's happened on the testnet this year, it's been very, very interesting. Also, SaucerSwap announced their new upcoming pro product, similar to Coinbase's offering um, some of these exchanges providing um, certain uh, premium features and abilities and discounts uh, with a pro subscription. So kind of, you know, in the wheelhouse again of what of what X did with their, you know, blue program, now, now X premium program. So a trend that we're seeing a little bit. Um, episode 78, May 28th, this episode was called 10 Billion um, because Hedera was about to hit 10 billion transactions. Karate Combat was featured on the Joe Rogan show. Um, FSCO again tells us to quote, watch the mainnet. So again, this year, the FSCO use case, fresh supply that everyone's been talking about continues to kind of stay top of mind for people. Red Swan says that 16 trillion in real estate can be tokenized on Hedera in the future. And again, Red Swan is a very long-term Hedera use case going back to 2018, focused on tokenizing real estate. Um, and again, very at the forefront of that when we look at real-world assets. Um, questions were ri ri rise regarding, again, about the Fortune 10 use case promised um, in years prior. And kind of, again, as we kind of got into the, to the summer, approaching the summer, um, you know, we start to kind of go, okay, I remember Lehman talking about a Fortune 10 use case that would serve small businesses and their customers. Um, you know, what's that about? Is it happening? Is it not? So the questions continued to trickle in. Um, folks started taking serious jabs at Hedera in regards to decentralization. And I think that as we look again at this year holistically, it kind of makes sense. It's like Hedera starts making moves. Um, it starts getting on the radar of a lot of people. We got diamonds being tokenized. We got thousands of transactions per second. We're hitting major milestones. So people start questioning what Hedera is all about. They start looking at it and going, is it decentralized? Is it too good to be true? And that's when we started seeing a lot of criticism of the network start to ramp up. But many in the community um, looked at it as potentially a sign of heading in the right direction, right? So it all kind of depends on perspective. Um, Swirled Labs employees started hinting at excitement behind the scenes. And I started noticing Swirled Labs employees kind of tweeting and kind of uh, just sharing a general sentiment of excitement um, for this year, specifically the end of this year. So that was kind of in May, right? So that was interesting, just kind of stuck in my brain. Um, Hedera was listed as coin of the day in Lunar Crush. Um, Lehman posts a video message for H Barbarians kind of saying, you know, thank you and teasing the the fireside chats he wants to do with Mance. So I wonder when those are going to happen. And also too, 
Lehman shared a video which would become a meme, him, you know, crossing off $10 billion on the wall. Uh, but I think people kind of like turned that into a meme. I thought that was pretty fantastic. Episode 79, June 11th, 2023, uh, called Somebody Get the Doctor, Please. Obviously referencing Dr. Lehman Baird. Uh, Binance gets hit hard by the SEC. Robinhood gets hit hard by the SEC. Um, and this kind of trend of a really, you know, this bear market really at this point started uh, really gaining strong footing. And it became clear to people that, you know, that, you know, there's going to be some kind of recession. The Fed was upping rates and major exchanges were filing for chapter 11 bankruptcy. People were going to prison. Major banks were failing. Like this is really when the bear market started setting in in a, in a very big way. Um, the Hedera mainnet broke the 10,000 transaction limit. So for folks that, that, you know, know the Hedera mainnet is capable of, you know, hundreds of thousands of transactions um, on one shard, but there's a throttle at 10 K transactions. And um, when it goes over that things are, you know, handled in a particular way. Um, it's not like it just shuts down transactions, but um, the mainnet broke. There was like a period of maybe, I guess, 10 or 20 seconds where there were, you know, 10,000 transactions per second on the mainnet. There was a, a substantial spike. Um, and that was an incredibly exciting moment for people because it was really like, oh, wow, like we're hitting a limit for the first time. It was a big moment. Um, Hedera hits 11 billion transactions. Hedera's um, total value represented right? That's a, a, a term coined by Scott Thiel at uh, Governing Council member DLA Piper referencing, you know, total value locked is referring to Web3 assets and total value represented is referring to real world assets on a network. And our uh, the network uh, TVR reached 20 billion. So there was at that point, $20 billion worth of real world assets tokenized on Hedera. Um, the debate between TVR and TVL continued in the community um, which again, I thought was a very healthy debate. A $740,000 home was tokenized on Hedera, specifically by quarter homes, um, tokenized in quarters. So basically someone was able to buy a quarter of a home um, as a token on Hedera. So very, very exciting. Lots of work needed to be done on that, but that was a great proof of concept. Um, Hedera inches closer to EVM equivalents with some announcements. Hashpack announces Descent wallet integration, so a hardware wallet being able to work directly with Hashpack. Um, Zenny and their Xbox, uh, they promise a huge travel use case on Hedera. So um, they're promising, you know, um, hundreds of thousands of accounts, um, many millions of transactions um, in the travel sector. Um, and that was on, I think, think an HBAR bull episode or a gossip about gossip podcast, but that was very interesting. And Swirls Labs, as we talked about previously, they move those billions of HBAR internally for operations. So again, that sparked discussion in the community. Now, what I want to do is I want to take a moment here and I want to say it is now giveaway time. Um, so what we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing an awesome giveaway. It's a holiday sweater from NFTs. Um, and to win this giveaway, I will ask the audience a Hashgraph Enthusiast fan trivia question. 
and the first to give the correct answer live on the show wins. So I have to say, I have one of these sweaters myself. I bought one last year. It was cool. Um, you buy it as an NFT and then you redeem the NFT for a sweater that gets mailed to you. Um, there is a you know one-to-one uh, tag securely paired with the NFT to prove ownership. So this is like a, a physical digital NFT, right? A digital NFT. It's very, very cool. Um, and they're really comfy. Lots of people have them. I think uh, we're going to see a lot of these in our timelines this holiday season for sure from the community. Um, and, you know, heads up, if you don't win this giveaway, um, they just went available for sale on the uh, Tierbot, aka NF Tier website. You can grab one of these sweaters as an NFT and claim it whenever you wish. They do worldwide shipping and stuff like that. So it's all good. Um, and you can check out at official NFTs. That's O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L-N-F-T-E-E-S on Twitter. You can check out their profile um, for all the info. They got a bunch of stuff going on. But it's giveaway time now. So get ready. And this one is for the, the listeners, the fans of the show. I'm going to ask a trivia question. If you know the answer, request to speak. I'll bring up the first person. And if they have the correct answer, they're the winner. If they are incorrect, we will go to the next person. So here's the question. What's the phrase I say at the end of each episode? So think about it. Now's your time to request to speak. So I'm going to keep an eye out for anyone requesting to speak and come up. And if you can give the correct answer, I'm going to go to the first person. Tell me live on the show and uh, you will win an NFT's H-Bar holiday sweater. The question is, what is the phrase I say at the end of each episode? So if you're looking to win, request to speak um, and I will bring you up and uh, we'll see what's going on. Oh my goodness. No way. The first person. Oh my God. None other than the H-Bar Gremlin. Oh my God. Okay. H-Bar Gremlin entering the giveaway. What is the answer to the question? See, I could be wrong here because I don't tune in enough, but I, do you say goodbye past, hello future? Uh, is that close up? I say hello future, goodbye past. There you go. You're going to have to ask uh, another you... question. It's not close enough. See, I knew I was going to mince words there. I, I had a general idea, but uh, that's a loss for me. So, so maybe you need another question. Okay. Let me think. Let me think of another question. Let me think on the spot here. Um, let me think here because uh, I don't want it to be too hard. I don't want it to be too hard, but maybe it's not a question specifically about this show. Maybe it is a question about, oh, this is a, this is, this might be a good question. Folks probably saw this photo. This might be good. So this is the, this is the next question. This is the next chance to win after this, this, uh, uh, H bar gremlin gracefully taking the L, um, the next question to win the NFT's H-Bar Holiday Sweater. I have posted an image of Lehman and I hanging out in LA. It's an image of us standing side by side. The question is, who is taller? Am I taller than Lehman or is Lehman taller than me? So the first person to request to speak with the correct answer wins 
an NFTs HBAR holiday sweater. Okay, so we've got the, the first person here. We've got my cat Gatto. I um, hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. But what is the answer to the question? Uh, you're taller. That is the correct answer. Congratulations. Incredible. You've won yourself a brand new fresh fit from NFTs. It's a HBAR holiday sweater. So what I'm going to do um, is um, I'm going to reach out to you via DM. Um, I'm actually just going to send you a quick direct message right now. I'm just going to say, hey, just so I remember to reach out to you. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to airdrop you later today um, an NFT to your Hedera wallet. And then you're going to be able to go to the TierBot, aka NFT your website. Um, and you're going to be able to claim it for your sweater. And then you're going to be looking fresh this holiday season. So congrats to you for winning the giveaway. That's that's awesome, man. Um, and, and two, while you're up here, I'm curious, I'm curious while you're up here, let me give you a chance uh, as an HBAR community member and listener of the show, looking back over the year and looking forward into the next year, like, is there any cool memory that you have or um, any like uh, sentiment or any prediction you have for next year? I'm curious. Uh, you know what, man? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of at work right now. Can I, uh, can, can I get back with you? <laughs> <laughs> Send me a DM. I'd love to, I'd love to hear your memory. I love it. Feel free to hop off. Um, look at that. That's that's called dedication. That is a hashgraph enthusiast right there at work. Going to get in trouble with the boss, but dedicated to this community, willing to risk it all for a beautiful holiday fit. Um, and while we're taking a bit of a pit stop here, the vibes are high. I dig it. <clears throat> I want to bring up another awesome community member, uh, Bonacci NFT. I don't know if you're available to talk. I don't know if you're also at work. Um, I don't want to get you in trouble, <clears throat> but you recently launched a theme on Hashpack, which I think is amazing. And I just wanted to bring you up and uh, see kind of if you have any cool memories or stuff like that. So feel free to pop up and not If not, um, don't worry about it. Uh, I, I can understand and respect if people are at work. I don't want to get people in trouble. Um, also too, uh, I see Rob Allen is listening as well. Rob, I'd love to have you come up and, and uh, share some stuff. So feel free to pop up as a, as a speaker. I'd love to connect with you real quick um, on episode 100. Let me see who else is on here uh, that I'd like to catch up with. Uh, there's some cool people. Yeah, Rob, feel free to pop up if you're if you're around. Um, same to you if you're at work and you don't want to get in, tr in trouble with the boss. <laughs> That's okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, again, huge shout out to the giveaway winner. Those sweaters um, are, uh, are truly awesome. I think that's fantastic. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, previous guest on the show, Rob, it's so good to have you here on episode 100 of Hashgraph Enthusiasts where I'm, I'm just bringing some folks from the community up, um, and just asking them kind of like looking back over 2023 and into 2024, like fun, fun memories, uh, sentiments, predictions, um, <laughs> Uh, definitely curious uh, for for what's on your mind. Yeah, hey Brandon, uh, it's a bit early here, so I'm feeling a bit dusty. So uh, apologies, I've got my first coffee of the day in my hand. Uh, one second, <laughs> so, first slope. Uh, oh, so many things, mate. Uh, just what a great year! Uh, a great year of building uh, the community, building you know, some great. Great stuff coming out of there, you know, the NFT space. I mean, I just love it. Um, we've got um, 
And then, of course, on the enterprise side, I've been building out the, the enterprise program for the, the Hashgraph Association. That was kicked off kind of at the beginning of the year out of the uh, CorpCom um, with Swirls Labs and, uh, and BCW driving a lot of that uh, that engagement with uh, governing council members and um, um, you know their peers. And then kind of productionizing that, industrializing it, if you like, the... Um, the, the onboarding of those uh, those enterprises into the the Hashgraph Association program, and then getting them into programs. So, I've had a I've had an amazing year having, you know, talking to the governing council members and um, some of the others that we that we've announced. You know, the, that World Pay uh, Proof of Reserve project is well underway now. A couple of others. Um, the Shinhan Bank uh, cross border remittance with uh, with uh, three other, you know, uh, international massive financial um, partners. That was a that was a, a, a huge uh, pilot to to be uh, part of, and spinning out of that the stablecoin studio, which is getting a lot of traction, a lot of interest in uh, kind of native tokens on the Hedera network wrapped in smart contracts for um for, you know SOC two compliance and financial grade. Um, assets, so so much happening. Uh, really, really um, setting us up for for next year, and what we all hope is going to be, you know, a new wave, new kind of thrusting us forward, and uh, um, and even even more adoption. I mean, I see great um, work wherever I look. So I'm very happy where we are. That's awesome. I, I share that sentiment too. I mean, especially from the from the enterprise governing council side. I think that there was there was something that you said in an interview recently. I think with H Bar Bull, where you raised a good point of like, sure, we'd love to see, you know, new governing council use cases, but like, governing council members can do multiple use cases. And I mean, um, I forget who brought it up re uh, on the. I think that King Solomon was up here earlier, but. Dell put out that article about just kind of their thoughts on how um, edge computing can relate to Hedera and different things like that. So forward looking, like I think that you've shared sentiments many times that we're going to have an exponential increase in that adoption and stuff like that. But looking forward into next year after kind of being able to reflect on the last year, like um, what's what's your general sentiment like are there any like specific exciting things that you can speak to i know that you kind of have to keep things under wraps but um i'm, I'm definitely curious on your perspective forward looking into 2024 a flutter wave in particular is is huge i mean uh people don't really appreciate the scale of that payments network in africa um the uh, 32 countries, I think, um, kind of servicing the majority of merchants, large and small, um, in Africa. Um, and then not just that, but um, you know, it's, uh, USDC running over the top of that issued on Hedera, providing liquidity, liquidity into that asset, which, you know, which we need. Uh, we're not going to get liquidity in uh, Hedera issued USDC without utility. So people start using it, people start appreciating um, that stable coin, um, drives, uh, drives that liquidity. And then other things, you know, people take notice and start, you know, um, using it for, for other uh, use cases. 
um and then banks plugging into that um the 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 WePay of Caribbean payments network so there's kind of potential for interoperability between you know the um the Caribbean based diaspora and, and and Africa these are all network effects you know all these point solutions are great and you know early adoption of Hedera but when they start connecting together you get you know the kind of force multiplies usage um Dual Bank uh, have announced they'll be using the Stablecoin Studio. They service big remittance corridors into Africa uh, from the Caribbean too. So these are just examples of how these different um, uh, use cases start kind of merging and and scaling the whole. Uh, that's what I'll, I think we'll start seeing next year. And then to your your uh, previous point, yeah, when I was with PwC and kind of driving the blockchain agenda there, you know, many years ago. Um, but we always used to say that the first use case was the hardest, right? You're just getting getting this new tech into the hands of enterprise. It's a long adoption curve internally, lots of hurdles to, to clear, um, not just technology, but risk and product and you know, um, all of those points of resistance but once you've cleared them once once the the um the capability the innovation is is um, understood then internally you know the ideation really starts to happen and then the second third fourth use cases start following fairly quickly you know rewards as an example is you know pretty much every business's uh second or third favorite use case um, whereas the first one tends to be the the main problem to be solved, and they start thinking about customer engagement and, and everything else. So that's why we we think of HCS as like the, the gateway drug, the you know the, um, the the gateway into use of Hedera because it's so easy, so easy to to log um, important data points within any business flow onto Hedera consensus service. But after that, and once you've got that taste, everything else follows. So yeah, I'm I'm, um, I'm particularly interested in second and third use cases because that's where the, the the true value starts to really um, start kicking in for these organisations, and then you know with their um, with their business counterparties with their customers, you know it, it becomes an easier easier sell. So yeah, that's I think that's where we are in the um, in the in the curve, and and right at the right time, right? I, I don't think. Where you know people kind of worry that we're falling behind or that we're not as a layer one, you know, getting as much airtime as some of the others. I don't, I don't subscribe to that. I think we're still in that kind of head down building phase. And um, trust me, the enterprises don't really care either about the noise on X or you know whatever's being um, um, talked about on CoinDesk or Coin Telegraph on any particular day. They, they simply don't care. What they really care about is how. How these uh, these new technologies are going to um, transform and change their business, and so that's where that's where you know, a lot of what we do focuses, and that's where the the real adoption is going to be, take place. Love it, and just and again, huge uh, shout out to you for waking up. It must be like four or five a.m. over there. So really, really appreciate you. Okay, okay, good. Thank goodness. Um, last thing, last thing, real quick is. Um, saw some great pictures of uh you hanging out with like Lehman and the crew and stuff like that 
um, at, at uh, you know, meetup and everything. Was it like a governing council meeting or something? I don't, I don't know what that was about. I was curious to kind of see what was going on with that. I've just done quite a long uh, recording about it with uh, uh, the other Brandon on, on the H-Bar Bull, so that, that should be out um, next day or two. But yeah, it was a, it was a governing council meeting. Um, it was the first in-person one since the, the Google hosted one in, in Silicon Valley six months ago or so ago. And periodically, um, the council get together in person for uh, um, three or four days to to really um dig down into you know some of the, the the subject matter um to have you know deep discussions with on you know some of the resolutions they they've been asked to make um to get uh, updates and reports from each of the affiliate organizations you know the foundation association uh dsf swells labs itself and um, and actually to to uh, be presented use cases from um, enterprise adopters, so and then you know there were lots of breakout sessions, lots of notes being shared, lots of um, um, discussion around you know what, what's what each of them is doing and and how they can collaborate and help others. So it's a it was a really good uh, really good week. And then you know we had a little bit of uh, downtime to um, um, you know explore Singapore and. Uh, um, and see what that uh, that amazing city has to offer. That's fantastic. I, I love seeing the updates regarding kind of the in-person governing council meetings and stuff like that. So, so I was off. I've been off the governing council for two years now. It's gone really quickly. But um, that when I joined the council, it was uh, we're in the middle of COVID, so we never never had those opportunities to um, to get together. Right. And although they happen infrequently, when they do happen, we kind of, Brett makes sure we we really. Um, make use of them and uh, yeah i was i was super impressed by, by how everyone was um, engaging and uh, um discussing hedera um deeply and all all super committed as well to the um to, to the project and to the network well that's awesome man and uh last question before i continue on here any exciting adventures coming up because i mean people look at your profile picture you're on, you're on the mountain and stuff so any any exciting uh rob allen adventures we can expect I am going to do a shark diving trip in March. It's probably my favorite trip anywhere in the world. And it's to the Bahamas. It's a place called Tiger Beach, which has tiger sharks, um, unsurprisingly. Um, so we head out of uh, West Palm Beach. It's about 16 hours out onto the Grand Bahamian Bank. Um, I, I, I have a team that uh, charter a boat and then we kind of um, tank out to the um, um, to the bank there, um, spend a couple of weeks just swimming with sharks. There's um, typically we get ten or so tiger sharks. We get pro probably about the same great hammerheads, um, and then you have assorted bull sharks and reefies and lemon sharks. Lots of lemon sharks, um, and it's just heaven. You know, it's beautiful, um, clear water, white sand bottom, perfect for photography, absolutely amazing. And um, yeah, in and out of the water four or five times a day, um, just um, just hanging out with sharks, taking thousands of photographs, and um, catching up with um, all my all my crazy mates. So it's good. That's my next adventure. Love it. 
That's so awesome. Well, appreciate you stopping by, Rob, and appreciate you uh, waking up. Enjoy the coffee, and uh, excited to see more updates in the future. Awesome. Thanks, Brendan. I'll, I'll hang around and listen. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, all right. So let's continue on here down. Uh, oh, sorry. I was muted. Uh, so let's continue on down here, uh, down memory lane, and we'll see what's going on. We'll have some more guests stopping by, I'm sure. But uh, it's been a lively conversation. Lots of great stuff covered. Um, and a quick mention, too, if uh, if you want to support the show, there's a tweet pinned to the top uh, that's uh, got the info to support the show. Um, and always appreciate it. I mean, if, if, if folks are sending an HBAR contribution, I always appreciate the fun memos. Um, I love reading those and sharing them to Twitter and stuff. And um, it, 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 I'm going to be able to do some great stuff for the show. Um, and I'm glad I'm not relying on sponsorships or ads. Um, I'm glad it's community supported. Um, and a reminder too, that all the stuff we're talking about today, you can listen to all those episodes on major podcast platforms and uh, I'll have all the info and links and stuff on itsbrandond.com slash hbar to go and check out. So episode 80, uh, June 18th, 2023. The title of this episode was they probably already know. And this episode was interesting because um, I talked about an interview that I did with Lehman. Um, and it was a, it was an interview with uh, at Genfinity. It was, it was King Solomon and I kind of tag teaming an interview with Lehman. Really, really fascinating stuff. Um, so I definitely encourage people to go listen to that interview. Uh, it's in the Genfinity archives. So listen to that if you have a chance. But I wanted to highlight one question I asked Lehman just in regards to um, this was when, again, AI was top of mind for everybody. Um, as folks know or may not know, Lehman Baird has a deep background in machine learning and artificial intelligence. Um, and I asked him about kind of what his thoughts were um, in regards to, you know, AI and what it means. And he said something that stuck with me. He said, AI will make the industrial revolution look like it happened in slow motion. Um, and that just like really hit me. Um, and definitely, um, uh, has been, has been in, bouncing around in my brain right now as we kind of continue with all the crazy AI stuff. Um, the Hedera network dropped to one transaction per second randomly. And this was kind of the first time as we see those quarter over quarter changes in the IO use case, um, really those cycles of that product and that use case, um, we learned that because they were driving a majority of that volume of TPS, um, the network metrics would follow those business cycles of ABMA IO. So the first time around, people were kind of freaking out. But then the second time around, um, it was kind of like, oh, okay, this is part of this kind of cycle. And we've seen that repeated, right? The network will at regular intervals drop down in accordance with the growth of that use case to like, you know, low double digits or whatever. Um, and it speaks to kind of two things. One thing is that, um, you know, continued use of the network by Atma, subsidized or not subsidized. And also too, um, that future use cases coming to the network that are going to be high throughput will have their own business use cycles. So it's not going to be the case where a, a, a high throughput use case is going to hit the network and then we're just going to be blazing nonstop. We're going to have those ebbs and flows. I think the community's really learned that, especially as you know we, we talked about the beginning of this year, having that initial ramp up in, in transactions and then having 
um, some of our first pullbacks, um, it was difficult, but it was good learning. And kind of, I think now it's funny, like when the main net will drop down to double digits um, from, you know, a thousand and a half TPS, you'd expect the community to like freak out. Um, but in general, people are pretty chill about it. So it's, it's very, it's very fascinating to see kind of that knowledge propagate that sentiment kind of sink in and that kind of understanding that, you know, there's going to be multiple use cases and this stuff happens on a per use case basis. And not every use case is going to be high throughput. They're going to be leveraging other aspects of the network. So it's, you know, it's good learning. A lot of these dramatic moments in the ecosystem end up just being good learning opportunities. Um, Angry Barboons, number one, the Golden Barboon sells for 208,000 HBAR. Um, and I know Hangry is listening. Hangry, if you want to hop up and uh, join, feel free. Uh, but that was an exciting moment. Hedera contributes to a digital ID report from the World Economic Forum. Um, and again, that was something that initially hit the community and their and you know, it, it was it was hit with mixed reviews from the community, but again, a learning opportunity. And I think a key insight that came from that um, was, I believe it was Brett McDowell, um, who's the the chair of the, of the uh, you know, Hedera board kind of saying, reminder, you know, and I think Rob, you spoke to this, is like reminder that when we talk about digital identity, sometimes we talk about, um, you know, uh, humans, you know, but often we're talking about products or we're talking about items on a supply chain. So it was, again, a big moment that I think was hard to digest for, you know, the, 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 the simple H barbarian community, but a learning opportunity and, and fast information sharing. Um, and you know, just, it's just part of working that, working that muscle. And also too, um, H graph, did something pretty pivotal, which was they utilized HCS for voting for Bitcoin ordinals because at that time, and maybe still, Bitcoin ordinals was a fairly centralized um, ecosystem runoff of a laptop effectively. But there was half a billion of value moving through that network. So to bring in an, an element of governance, to bring in um, a slight tinge of decentralization, um, that was needed. And so with HGraph leveraging um, the Hedera consensus service to provide that, um, the Ordinals community got an exposure to Hedera in an all new way. And it really brought forth this, this reminder that, you know, you for sure can look at, you know, Solana or Cardano or, you know, Algorand or what have you as competitors to Hedera, but also you can also look at Hedera and go, oh, they're better than these other networks. And there was this almost forgotten notion that kind of Lehman Baird spoke about, which was Hedera is a trust layer for the internet or a trust layer for networks. And it allowed the community to start flipping the script a little bit and kind of instead of saying Hedera is better at this than that other network, it was kind of like, what can, how can Hedera be leveraged to make that network better, right? How can Hedera be used effectively almost as an L2 for another network to supplement functionality so the amazing things happening on that network can be accelerated? So it was a, that Bitcoin ordinal vote was a very fascinating big moment. Um, the Access Project, um, VCCESS, which was very, uh, you know, 
prominent very early on in the Hedera community, but soon kind of they exited the community. Um, there was a whistleblower that kind of emerged from that purview to you know share some insider information about what happened and um, what ended up happening with the you know those those millions of dollars of 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 HBAR that was contributed to that project and and um, since they had left the ecosystem, what that meant and kind of what had happened and that individual, I tried to get them on the show, but they kind of disappeared. I don't know if there was some kind of NDA, but there was again the that the the kind of intrigue and saga around access continued on just because it was such a big project early on. Um, Aberdeen, some of their tokenized assets seemed to appear on the Hedera mainnet, um, spotted by uh, Twitter user who tweeted this out. They were on hash scan and they were just kind of looking around. Uh, hash farms at hash farms. And again, some of this stuff, you know, you can't really confirm that a particular token name or token ID belongs to a particular product. But when we look at Aberdeen announcing they're tokenizing certain, you know, mutual funds, different things like that, and then you see some mainnet activity, it acts as some form of confluence into kind of what could be happening. So that was continued excitement around that use case. Um, and Acor was featured by Coinbase, which was um, very, very, uh, very, very interesting. Um, this brings us to another episode, but uh, really, really quick. Uh, what I wanted to do was I wanted to bring up, because I saw they just popped in, um, Oliver, who is the head of social media for Hedera, um, who is responsible for the uh, very professional and also very spicy tweets and posts and memes um, uh, for Hedera. And uh, Oliver, I invite you to speak, so feel free to pop up. But um, I've had Oliver as a guest on the show. I believe it was episode, what episode was that? Like 92 or something like that. Uh, yeah, 92. That was a great episode. We talked about quite a bit, so I'm not going to repeat those questions to you because if you want to hear the uh, Oliver and I get into all the details. Go listen to episode 92 of the show. But again, Oliver is the head of social for Adair. All the tweets you see are by him. And um, you obviously, Oliver, have a very interesting perspective of the ecosystem. Um, and looking at 2023, again, I've been asking people that have popped up on the show, looking back over the the year and then looking forward into the new year, like what kind of things pop to your mind? Like, memories, milestones, exciting moments, general sentiment, forward-looking. I'm really, really curious um, to kind of hear uh, kind of where your head goes with that. Yeah, it's been a uh, it's been a crazy year. I mean, it's hard to believe that we hit the uh, um, the 10 billion mark and, you know, now we're at 27, um, 28. I haven't checked in a while. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I feel like everything has happened so fast um over the year in terms of network activity new partnerships um you know now we've got a lot of activity coming out of the Ashcroft association uh, more partnerships with the hbar foundation um so yeah i mean i think it's been a fantastic year in terms of uh building out new use cases building out new partnerships um you know a, a true I feel like a while ago, a few years ago, people were always talking about, you know, okay, what, but when's the activity going to come on chain? And now we're really seeing it, you know, in real time, you know, 
we're the only chain demonstrating extremely extremely high throughput with actual real world use cases and i think that's super encouraging and um yeah uh, it's been great it's been absolutely great and i i think that the community will be happy with where we go in 2024 now i know i know rob rob allen's up here i know you guys can't talk about too much but when you say you're excited about those things is there is there any possibility you can expand on that in any way or is it really kind of um under lock and key uh you can basically just share that sentiment that you're excited i'm, I'm just kind of curious i think everyone is i don't want to put you on the spot but put you on the spot <laughs> sure yeah um yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know how much um, I should say. I'd say, you know, um, uh, you know, there's, there's also quite a bit that, you know, uh, uh, I don't know myself. But um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to speak out of line, um, speak about my pay grade. So um, I'll keep that, uh, I'll keep that under wraps, respectively. That's okay. That's okay. Getting people in trouble is a little, with the show is a little bit of hobby of mine. So. I really, I really appreciate you uh, being being open like that, and I get that sentiment from from you know folks that swirls in the foundation and the association is like, I'm 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 getting that general sentiment that um, these these kind of lagging indicators of success and excitement and these different things are starting to reach that crossover point, and and there is and there's genuine excitement from you guys, and there is. Um, uh, a very increased um, aspect of confidence and optimism, and, and that's just kind of what I'm getting. And I and I mean, this stuff takes time. And like you said, not everyone knows all the pieces. But as someone just observing, and and as folks know, paying close attention to everything, and has the 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 the, the previous notes to pull upon and things. I'm just I'm noticing in that bigger picture. It's just this 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 uh, extra level of confidence. So um, it's really exciting. So uh, Oliver. I uh, I really really appreciate you uh, stopping by. I don't know if you had any. Actually, real quick, I wanted to I wanted to ask you: Can we expect to see? Um, I th I think everybody here is is a massive fan of of those of those memes from Adara. I think that the memes that Adara posts are just incredibly uh, inventive and fun, and and I think that they help so much. I I I want to know: uh, Is the is the meme workshop? Um, is the meme workshop, uh, operating, uh, heading into the new year? Can we expect to see any, any, any memes coming from Hedera or, or do you need any support in that way from the community? Um, yeah, uh, I guess the meme workshop is, um, is always running. Um, love it. Whether, whether or not we're gonna, um, I can't give you a definitive answer on how much, when, um, you're going to see some, some of that stuff, uh, return, but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, um, I'll, again, I'll have to keep you in suspense on that. I love it. I love it. I mean, the people want it. The people are going crazy for those memes, my man. So you got to keep them coming. I was, I was talking about, I was so happy to see that that tweet that you did, that's literally just like the, the hourglass, like without any context is still up. It's just stuff like that. That makes me, that makes me happy. It's charming. I love it. Well, it's, it's, I'm, I'm glad to hear it. Um, I'll pass on whatever I can from the community, any support to, uh, 
to the relevant parties. I really appreciate <laughs> you appreciate the community. Yeah, thanks a lot. Right on. Love it, Oliver. Thanks so much. Uh, and uh, take care. I really appreciate it. Feel free to hang out up here and, and uh, chime in if, uh, if if interested. But really appreciate you, man. Cheers, Brandon. I actually got to run. But um, yeah, thanks. I'll definitely be listening to the uh, recording. It's been going on for a few hours now. Huh? Oh, yeah. Like, we're, we're not slowing down. We got, we're got we looking back over the whole year. I got notes on every single episode. We're, we're tearing it up. Wow. Awesome. Next, relax. All right. Well, um, yeah, I'll definitely listen to the recording. But um, thanks for having me on. And, uh, really appreciate you. Uh, do this again. All right. Cheers. Okay. So. I was, that's, that's so happy. It's always a treat to have Oliver. I always give him a hard time, but uh, all like, if you really want to get down to brass tacks, folks, it's like the social, the social media manager for Hedera, right? The, like what I, what I argue is kind of like the voice of Hedera. Like this is, you know, stop by a Twitter space and, and be open and, you know, talk about this stuff and, you know, some things, you know, you can't talk about respectfully, but I mean, um, a lot of people will say, you know, oh, Hedera is very enterprise and very this and stuff. But to me, like stuff like that, um, that just kind of speaks to the character of Hedera. And I just think that it's it's just fantastic that you can kind of have that connection. I think it's so important to have these um, connections with these folks. So um, if anyone isn't following Oliver, give him a follow. He's the social media guy. He deserves a bunch of love. Um, and he's uh, doing a lot of hard work behind the scenes um, so definitely, um, throw your support behind Oliver. Um, now going, uh, continuing on down memory lane, episode 81, June 25th, 2023. Um, this episode was called problems and opportunities. Um, we see the TPS on Hedera spike to 13,000 transactions per second, which is no joke. Um, and again, these spikes start to kind of really get people interested and, and, uh, kind of, you know, um, really wonder about what the limits are, you know, it's very, very interesting. Um, Dovo announces their new black hole protocol, which basically allows you to effectively just kind of burn tokenized assets permanently. Um, the HBART price starts to show signs of life, right? This summer is when we started to see HBART kind of just pop around a little bit. It started to, see these little kind of moves up to the upside. It was, it was exciting. It was kind of cool. Um, and the traditional finance side showed major signs of shifting to web three. Um, you know, I think that, uh, we started to see institutional investment banks and different wall street folks and all that kind of start talking about web three more and start really positioning themselves in certain ways in all new ways that we never really thought of. So that was very fascinating. Um, and also too, um, Josh and I, Dirksen and Davenport, we launched the, you know, we announced the, uh, hello future NFT, the, the, the anthem. So, uh, that was exciting. Um, and anyway, I chatted a bit about that behind the scenes stuff on episode 81. Hedera launched a new chat GPT plugin, which is, I use it all the time. It's great. You can just type in like, what's the TPS on the main net or like, um, over the last three days, how many NFTs were minted or whatever. It's super handy. Um, so I use it quite a bit. Um, folks began to wonder when Avery Dennison will pay for use on Hedera. And it sparks an interesting conversation. And I think we were reminded of two things that, okay, for sure, you know, usage by Avery Dennison is, you know, subsidized, which, you know, some folks can criticize. But the reality is, is that often when a, when a project 
is supported in that way, that value generally leaves the network in the form of salaries or purchases or equipment or or whatever it might be. But with Avery Dennison, because they're using that HBAR to pay for transaction on the network, um, that HBAR is going back to Hedera, it's going back to um, nodes, and it's going back to uh, people staking HBAR, it's going back to you. So. That value isn't necessarily leaving the network, right? It's it's a it's increasing the velocity of the network, um, which of course you know can have um, a downward effect on price when you increase velocity. But if you look at certain equations and stuff like that, but um, it's not the case that you know the foundation is just sending H bar to Avery Dennison and they're doing stuff with it. They're putting it back into the network. And furthermore, um, you know. Avery Dennison is using only HCS transactions. So there are other types of transactions that earn much more revenue. And if you were to, and this is according to Shane, CEO of the HBAR Foundation, if you were to remove all of Avery Dennison's transactions from the network this year, every single one, erase them all, um, the network revenue still would have seen a 10x increase year over year and those transactions would equal all of the revenue um, of last year. So there's very, very uh, compelling metrics to look at if you kind of strip out the signal from the noise. Um, but again, just some important points on that front. Because I think it was, especially this summer, it was top of mind for a lot of people. Um, Hashpack was audited by Quantstamp. Um, Access confirms they leave Hedera. And Arkaya launched the new Metrica dashboard, which was a whole new way to look at the network and kind of see exactly what was happening. Episode 82, July 2nd, 2023, was called Bear on a Unicycle. This was actually a popular episode. I think this one had like 2,000 views or something like that. Um, Neuron made a big, big pivot to IoT, right? So Neuron folks know were the, you know, the drone guys um, delivering mail, all sorts of different things like that. Um, they made a big pivot to IoT, which was, okay, so can we do an actual network of, of internet devices leveraging Hedera to communicate together without a centralized hub? Um, and I actually had a great conversation with those guys in LA, um, and that was really fascinating. I think that news story really grabbed people. Um, I talked about um, an interview I did with Genfinity with uh, IBM. Uh, Shum, who is the uh, governing council rep for IBM, I interviewed him, some fascinating stuff. Uh, MasterCard rumors continue to kind of swirl around, you know, loosely connected to FSCO. Uh, everyone kind of wonders what happened to NFT.com. That was the uh, Jordan Freed production, and we didn't really kind of hear much of what was happening. So this is around a time when there was a, a, a spike in conversation around that. Cora um, uh, is set to bring millions of soccer fans to Hedera. And that was talked about this summer on episode 82. Um, a demo of Geotap went live, which was... Um, a use case where it still is a use case in development by Milana Geotap, a uh, longtime listener of the show, friend of the show, um, consider a friend. Um, you know, it's a, it's a sticker you put on something and then on your phone, you tap it and you claim an NFT and it basically opens up the possibilities of use cases that require you to prove you're in a particular location. So that was very, very, very cool. Um, and Hedera writes a letter to the SEC. Um, and this was fascinating because um, this kind of was kicking off, um, you know, these policy, these, these 
public policy moves, um, especially after adding, you know, the chief the chief policy officer at Hedera, and just it was very interesting to see. And this was a letter um, authored by uh, Brett McDowell, signed by the chair Brett McDowell, um, and basically it was implying that individual node operators for DLTs are liable for the transactions they process, and this could further delay community nodes. So it was, it, I think that some of this stuff is in regards to community nodes. Um, episode 83, July 16th, 2023. This was the episode after I had just got married uh, to my beautiful wife. We got married on July 9th. So this was my first episode back um, as a newly married man. Um, and we also talked about um, how a judge partly sided with the Ripple Labs in this SEC lawsuit. So it was a big um, win uh, on the Ripple side and just kind of a big win for crypto. Um, SaucerSwap announced their version two tokenomics proposal. The Guardian mints over 180 million fungible tokens within the last five months on testnet. So the Guardian really kind of flexing and showing that the diversity and the volume of their use case. Um, FIS Global prepares to sell its stake in WorldPay for 15 billion. I don't know if that's still on the table, but that was something that we talked about. Um, the number of monthly crypto startups reaches an all-time low. So this is really when we were in the throes of the bear market and the amount of crypto startups, um, and again, not enterprise, but just crypto specific startups were at an all time low. Google allows NFTs in their apps and games on the, on the Google app store. So again, in contrast to Apple earlier that year, Google started warming up to the idea of, Hey, you know, what if there were NFTs or crypto transactions inside of an official Google app? Um, so that was very interesting. Um, Breadcrumbs around Hedera and the oil industry started to really kind of ramp up. I mean, there was folks on LinkedIn at, I believe, ExxonMobil and, um, you know, folks were, were making loose connections to Shell and different things. And it's like, it makes sense. I mean, these oil companies are pushing forth, you know, climate initiatives and ESG use cases and um, in a kind of counterintuitive way, you know, an oil company is a perfect use case for something like the Hedera Guardian. So uh, very, very interesting. Um, uh, Twitter gets three money transmitter licenses in the US. Um, there was a bit of a breakdown of where exactly the money went from the earlier in the year, March 9th, uh, pre-compile attacks on Hedera. So Milan, um, again, referencing Geotap, uh, he provided a bit of a breakdown of what happened with that, which, which was very interesting. Uh, HIP 540 gets added to the Hedera roadmap, um, which was very, very cool. And HIP 540 um, is a, what is it? I forget what it is. Oh yeah, changing or removing existing keys from a token. So that's really important. So that's going to allow keys to be removed from a token, which was very, very important for people. Uh, and DLA Piper tokenizes some UK equities. So real world uh, assets, big moves. July 23rd, 2023, episode 84, titled Competitive Differentiation, a massive new internal remittance proof, proof of concept um, was formed. And this is, I believe, what kind of led to the Stablecoin Studio stuff. This was done with Shenhead Bank, SCB, TechX, um, and at the time, which, you know, the largest financial institution in Taiwan. So this was, this is kind of what led up to the Hedera Stablecoin Studio stuff. And it was very interesting. 
the U.S. House Committee of Agriculture announced House Resolution 4763 with support of Melmedy Rubin from Hedera. Again, Hedera really kind of getting into the policy component in America. Um, the community uh, questions uh, transparency from the HBAR Foundation. So this is when there was a lot of conversation around, okay, you know, um, the foundation is making a lot of moves. Um, what exactly is happening? And since that has kind of sparked a, a more transparent discussion um, from the foundation to their credit, um, and it's that balance between, you know, at this very precarious time in the market and in this development, um, you know, more transparency in some ways could hinder or sorry, hinder some uh, development in certain respects. So it's a, it's a fine balance and it, it was a fair discussion to be having. Um, Brady from Swirls Labs highlights Hedera's unique approach to decentralization, um, very, very specifically, you know, outlining that, you know, we use multiple cloud providers. We're not consolidated on AWS um, and really kind of hammering those points. The Coupon Bureau highlights possible roadmap. Um, and this kind of was a quarterly roadmap that was kind of hinting at, okay, you know, um, there are going to be movements made for this coupon use case. And that largely revolved around this quarter and then quarter one, two, and three into next year. So fingers crossed, hopefully that coupon use case really starts to gain some traction because they've been um, really up against um, some headwinds, I think, from the retailer's side. Um, Avery Dennison receives an additional $26 million HBAR grant funding. Um, again, sparking that conversation further. Um, and, you know, keeping, I think, that conversation top of mind. Saucer Swap announces their new CLMM, which is the Concentrated Liquidity Market Maker. Um, and again, a very, very exciting component of that. We talk about that extensively in episode 84, so make sure to check it out if you're interested. Um, and there's a Metaverse concert that takes place in the liftoff broadcast live from LA. And this was a very big first in the Hedera ecosystem, um, which was, uh, you know, Basically, live music in the metaverse using the spatial platform um, that required token-gated access holding a Hedera NFT. So it was a very, very cool uh, proof of concept in the music space. Um, I thought it was great. And Hedera hit 15 billion transactions. Episode 85, um, July 30th, 2023, I had my guest, Carmel Cadet, we were talking about MTech and all the amazing things that they're doing. Um, and she really provided some incredible insights on CBDCs, what they actually mean in practice and kind of what we can expect from those types of things. So um, that was really, really interesting and uh, really, really fascinating um, to, uh, to, you know, unpack with Carmel Cadet. So if you're curious about that stuff, go back and listen to episode 85 um, Hedera also highlights their validator dis distribution. So again, expanding on that tweet that Brady sent out, um, not centralized concludes it's world's first construction contract using a pilot CBDC in Australia. That was um, a very, very interesting one. Uh, but we talked about that extensively on that episode. Um, Max Walker Williams, uh, interviewed Mance. And this was an interesting interview because Mance said the line, uh, 1 billion transactions a week will be a drop in the bucket. Um, and, you know, that just kind of further speaks to some of the sentiment we've seen this year from, you know, Hedera and the association and the foundation and swirls of this, you know, optimistic 
um, confident sentiment um, that's great to see. Uh, the U.S. Financial Services Committee uh, passed the Keep Your Coins Act of 2023, which was, I think, really important for the whole space. Um, and there's an outdated graphic from Hedera that stirred the pot in a big way. Um, I think that in the comparison of energy usage per transaction, Algorand was left off of that graphic, and it sparked this like massive um, debate that went on for at least a week or two. Um, Andovu announced a new CEO. Uh, episode 86, uh, titled Millions and Billions, was uh, broadcast August 6th, 2023. This is when um, Hyundai announced their big use case. And I think this really grabbed people by storm because this was a major corporation announcing a use case on Hedera that wasn't on the governing council and started to kind of get your brain thinking about, okay, you know, Hedera talks about um, upcoming governing council members being required to have a use case on Hedera. And it just gets you thinking that, is this a pattern we could see in the future of major corporations announcing use cases and then later on joining the council? So obviously places Hyundai as a, as a strong contender for a governing council member. But again, that's that's kind of in the rumor territory, but that was a very exciting conversation to have. Um, the Hedera governing council changes its staking algorithm, dropping reward rates from 6.5% down to sub 2%. Uh, the FSCO and MasterCard Selection was solidified. So the, all those rumors that we had been talking about over the year were solidified in understanding that, okay, MasterCard is going to be using um, the tech stack that FSCO developed um, to then plug into the Hedera network after they had sunset um, their Providence block, uh, blockchain products. So that was very, very interesting. Um, Hedera network updates. The fees for NFTs basically uh, making um, minting uh, NFTs, the cost just different. I think it all kind of worked out in a wash, uh, but it was basically just updating how much it cost to mint NFTs on Adara. Um, IBM and Boeing submit a new HIP, which was very fascinating. Hedera adds their new chief open source officer, which um, is playing a big role very recently. Um, uh, and uh, MTech receives a $4 million investment. Um, the debate between the Hedera and Algorithm community continued, like we talked about. Um, and HBAR was added to Nexo. Episode 87 broadcast August 13th, 2023. I had Solo Cisse on as a guest. We talked about the upcoming launch of Galaxy. Um, and Drop got added to Fed now. Um, that was, I think, one, I would safely say one of the, if not the biggest announcement of the year uh, for a few reasons. One, it did move HBAR price. Um, it did create some uh, big hype in the community, but also um, I've spoken with Sashil. I've had him on the, I don't think I've had him on the show, but I've, I've spoken with him in some capacity. I, I, I had a long chat with him at a club in LA as well. And basically... You know, when that announcement came out, um, they had no idea that it came out. I think he, he said to me that they were he was just watching TV and he saw some tweets coming out and he had no idea that they had been added to uh, the website. And it was that mix of, oh, I have to manage expectations. I can't have people thinking this is more impressive than it is. But then also just embracing, um, you know, that hype aspect and that balance. And it was just a fascinating moment. Uh, more details were provided regarding Shinhan's stablecoin remittance demo. 
Um, FSCO hints that more news is coming. The Bitcoin ETF rumors start, which I think really um, grabbed hold of folks recently. I think it's really top of mind for people right now. But mid-August is really when those Bitcoin ETFs rumors started. Um, there were more MasterCard breadcrumbs. And uh, yeah, that was a very fascinating episode. Um, episode 88, Never a Dull Moment, August 20th, 2023. That's when we launched our music NFT at Dirksen and Davenport, the Hello Future Anthem. Um, it was, you know, super amazing. It was a full music video, full song. Um, Fat Boy was up earlier, you know, sharing a soundbite of it. It was just a great community moment. I'm so happy with it. It was so fun working on it. And it was a demo of upcoming music metadata standards um, that the Hashgraph NFT working group is developing um, for all sorts of new capabilities for NFTs in the future for music that the music industry and musicians are going to need. Um, there was a really cringeworthy um, Solana versus Hedera face-off video that uh, I think really rubbed the community the wrong way. Um, and uh, I think really uh, got people um, upset in the community, and rightfully so. Um, a uh, There was a great thread too um, that was shared in the midst of all this kind of FUD and misinformation by Nick Poorman from, um, I believe, Swirls, a, uh, a director of engineering. And it was really great to see a, an actual technical engineering standpoint on these types of things. And um, it was a fresh perspective versus just the community um, hype and turmoil around these different topics. Um, there was more evidence of Aberdeen tokenizing on the main net. Uh, Dovu held a vote for their token migration, which was super impressive, migrating completely to Hedera. Um, Hedera's time to consensus dropped to under four seconds. Drop CEO shared more insights about the FedNow stuff. Um, Hedera reached 18 billion transactions. There was a massive spike in new accounts. I think there was like tens of thousands of new accounts in, in a span of 10 days, which was huge. Um, the HBAR market cap briefly overtakes Ethereum Classic. So that was a very interesting week was um, this, this, it really felt like that was the moment that Hedera really started to wake up in an all new way and HBAR as an asset. Um, there was a couple more MasterCard breadcrumbs relating to Idemia. Um, the uh, Bharat blockchain Yatra powered by, the, by, by Hedera was announced. That was kind of like the Indian blockchain tour, um, which is you know, going to be onboarding, you know, thousands of developers um, in this, you know, India is a, is a, is a, you know, leader in, in, you know, the web three space and just in regards to growth, um, an incredibly exciting economy to see developing um, web three uh, aspects. So that is uh, an, an exciting initiative uh, to watch unfold. Um, and for the second week in a row, Hedera receives the number one spot in all coins on Lunar Crush. Episode 89, August 27th, 2023, Exponential Expectations. This was Hedera's fifth birthday. The testnet hit 15,000 TPS. So again, hinting at what could be coming. Conversations swirl regarding wrapped HBAR. Um, Hedera rises in the charts for an L1 open source development. Um, I appear on the HBAR Bull Show and I was talking about some of the different working groups um, and initiatives that were happening. Um, the, if you if you search on YouTube, you know um, it's Brandon Deer, Brandon Davenport, H Bar Bull. It was it was a great episode. I had a chance to talk about some behind the scenes information, just in in regards to some community initiatives that I think folks might find uh, interesting. 
Hedera rises on the charts on multiple fronts in regards to open source development on an L1, one of the most developed, actively developed L1s in the in the in the crypto industry. That was very uh, good to see. Um, uh, Boeing uh, at this time is rumored to be leveraging Hedera for a SkyGrid product, which was very interesting. Um, and Quant's CEO praises Hedera and says, if you want to do things quickly, you use Hedera. So that was a very fascinating thing to see um, and very impressive. Um, and so taking a bit of a pit stop here, um, I want to just kind of take a minute and open up to anybody. If anybody wants to come up um, and uh, chat um, about uh, Hedera, Reflecting on 2023, heading into 2024, feel free, request to speak. Um, a reminder that if you want to support the show, a great way to do that is the pinned tweet at the top. Um, this is a show um, supported by community contributions. Um, also, all the stuff I'm talking about, I know I'm just kind of going down memory lane here, but all of these things, you're going to be able to find all of these stories on itsbrandond.com slash hbar. Uh, to really dive into each of these. Um, so that'll be live tomorrow. Um, and all the episodes I'm talking about um, are available to listen to on all major podcast platforms. So don't worry about missing out on all this stuff. If you've heard something interesting, you'll be able to go back and listen to that full episode. Um, and also, uh, you know, we had a great giveaway. We had a winner of the giveaway. We gave away um, an NFT's HBAR holiday um, Christmas sweater, which was fantastic. Um, so shout out to the winner. Um, we've had a lot of awesome guests so far as we kind of get to the end of the spaces. We've had um, Rob Allen, King Solomon, Patches, um, Angry Penguins, HBAR Gremlin, Fatboy, Oliver, who is the the uh, lead of Hedera Socials, um, which is fantastic. Um, and we also talked about some numbers um, about the show um, I think my favorite numbers that the show has um, on across these hundred episodes, eighty thousand listeners, so which is which is incredible. But um, I saw that Celestial, being a, a regular uh, listener of the show, um, I want to throw it to you and and uh, just as a community member and a listener, like you know, what's you know what pops to mind when you look back over twenty twenty three and kind of where your head's at um, when you look into twenty twenty four. Hey guys. Um, you know, again, congratulations on the hundred mile mark and, um, yeah, definitely. I think, I don't know about any other team, but definitely we've been getting a lot of news fast and heavy and, um, it's, it just, it's very constant. And, and I think that's very appreciated by the space. I and mean, you know, that everybody's working and building in the bear market. So, uh, I'm excited for 2024, you know, cause I think a lot of, um, partners and people that were building i think they're all going to decide to go live in 2024 so 2024 is going to be very exciting that first first half is the first half of 2024 is going to be definitely interesting and um you know been in the space for a long time and it's great to see the development that we've we've um, come a long way since like 2018 and even before that um so I just wanted to say to you, uh, Brandon, that, um, you know, since you've been doing the spaces so far, we, I think we've been up like 6%. So uh, I don't think you should stop. I think you should keep going for the rest of the day to, <laughs> until the market runs up higher. So, but, uh, I, I think you're doing a great job. Um, we continue to listen and, uh, support you guys. So thank you. 
Hey, really, really appreciate it. Uh, and uh, thanks for, uh, there's so many people down there. And again, anyone as we kind of, we're getting into the, the home stretch of the show. So anyone that wants to pop up and uh, share their thoughts or anything like that, please feel free, request to speak. Um, the stage is open to any listener of the show. Um, and uh, I want to get into the last uh, recap. Um, now, I mean, the next 10 episodes I'm going to recap are ones that, you know, are very recent. So I'm not going to recap every single one. I mean, they're from, you know, like a month or two ago. So it's not like a, a crazy trip down uh, down memory lane. So uh, the, the, the next ones I'm just going to kind of cherry pick maybe three or four new ep other episodes to just reflect on before we wind it down. But uh, before I do that, Batty Hattie talking about OGs and the ecosystem. Um, so good to have you up here. You're a regular listener of the show and just a, uh, you know, a key piece of the community. Same question to you, like reflecting on 2023, looking into 2024, what's on your mind? Yeah. Before I answer that, Brandon, just, just wanted to say congratulations. You know, you've, you've been here, from the very beginning when the community was much smaller than it is now and um you are kind of the anchors in our, in our community that we all kind of hook on to and, and keep us uh centered as that community so so thank you for all the information you give us it's a shame that our time zones don't always cross uh but every time they do i'm always happy to jump on into the space and hear everything you've got to say and obviously i still hold my pixel rug quite dear to my wallet which will never never leave me so you know, thank you for everything you've done. I think for me, 2024 is um, going to be looking forward to, to connecting with people that are already in the space, meeting new people and welcoming new people into the, their community and having spent much more time on Web3. Uh, I do go into other spaces sometimes and I, I do find myself feeling uh, like I'm missing the, the Hedera ethos uh, and the community's kind of warmth and maturity and so I'm hoping we have more of that and we welcome more people into the space. And who knows, maybe we'll see uh, a nice little run on, on the H-bar price. I mean, I'm, I'm still uh, I'm still tempted to get to Bali one day. You never know that might happen. So uh, look, looking forward to the year ahead for sure. That's awesome. Barry Hattie, appreciate you uh, stopping by. You're, you're a legend in the community and appreciate the, uh, the kind words. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to, we're going to enter the last little part of the show here. Like I said, I'm just going to cherry pick um, just a couple episodes from the, you know, from the, you know, 90s onwards um, just to wrap out the show. Episode 90. And this was a great one. This was a, a recent interview I did with Matt Smith, the CTO of Dovu. And he shared something very interesting, which was um, the charger protocol, which, which is, um, the ability to pay for API transactions using an HTS token. So their product leveraging AI um, and for carbon um, onboarding, using that service requires paying for an API. So instead of you know programming in your credit card and paying for API usage in a traditional way, you would just hold Dovu in your wallet and it would pay per API call. And that product is going to be open sourced. And, and that charger protocol, I just find so fantastic fantastic and fascinating. So episode 90, go listen to that one. It's one of my favorite episodes of the year um, that I did an interview with with Matt. Also episode 92 was my interview with Oliver, who we had on the show right now, just recently. Um, but I went in depth with Oliver, who again is the head of social media for Hedera. All the tweets you see are from him. We talked about 
what happened with those deleted tweets? What is it like being the voice of Hedera? How do these messages get sent? Um, why did Hedera follow Sony? Um, all of these different things. So episode 92 was a very, very fascinating episode that I encourage people to check out. Um, episode 94, uh, which was September 20th, called Bigger Than We Think, that was when I switched the time of the show to Wednesday. So this was a recent thing. The show up until um, uh, late September was Sunday evenings, my time. And I moved the show to Wednesdays at noon, Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And that was a big, big change for the better because so many more people were able to join and listen to the show. It was a much better time for me and all the listeners. So it was just a really positive change. And I thought it was fantastic. And I also introduced a new format to the show of news and interviews being separate. Um, so interview episodes are interview episodes and news episodes are news episodes. Um, I talked about Hedera's hybrid stablecoin studio, which Rob was talking about earlier. Um, and that was just such a big moment for the ecosystem. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, if you want to learn more about that, go listen to episode 94, but that was a huge moment for the ecosystem and a, and a massive um, windfall and innovation. And I think a product that many enterprises um, are going to be using um, because the Stablecoin Studio product is so amazing. And the fact that it does leverage HTS and native Hedera services, but also allows you to use um, smart contracts and also is like an all-in-one solution with proof of reserves and oracles that you don't have to use a token for and all these different things. It's a very compelling product. Um, WorldPay uh, announces USDC settlement on Hedera. Uh, Dovu uh, announces um, India's green car shift. So that was two Indian giants, MTC Group and NEML from MCMM to address India's 20 million end of life vehicles. So what that translates into is a massive use case for Dovu. Uh, again, in the Indian market, which is very uh, fascinating. And we also talked about the Hedera domain dilemma, all the different controversy and and conversations around the Hedera domains, .hbars. I talk about that too on episode 94. Um, and we also talked about who's going to be Hedera's new president, right? Hedera is splitting up the role of, uh, of president currently held by Brett McDowell. And, uh, you know, I think that, you know, having a president of Hedera could be pretty meme worthy. Um, and it also speaks to the decentralized nature of Hedera as an organization, right? Governed LLC. So that was also fascinating. We talked about that in the show as well. Episode 96, I did live from Los Angeles, October 8th, 2023 from Hello Future Live. That was awesome. I did it live from our hotel um, talking about everything that was happening in LA at Hello Future Live, all the things that were going on, my conversations with Lehman and Mance in person, meeting a bunch of people. Um, and also it was, it was a super fun episode because what we also were able to do was bring in people that weren't in LA into um, the Hedera ecosystem or sorry, into the people that were that were in LA. So connecting those two worlds, right? There was people that were in LA having a bunch of fun and there's people on the outside kind of wondering what was going on. And we had a spaces and we were able to kind of have everybody on, have a conversation. It was really fun. Like we even had Brady from Swirls on. So he was watching it from the outside from a Swirls perspective. It was just a really interesting conversation. Um, so episode 96, if you're really interested to kind of see what was going on in LA 
it was a great kind of in the moment insider conversation from many different fronts. Um, and, you know, recently, you know, on, on the, on recent episodes, we talked about the Bitcoin pump. We talked about Hedera transaction milestones. We talked about hype versus substance. Uh, we took some deep dives into the tokenomics. We talked about wallet connect and the working group. We talked about, uh, governing council member predictions, new data on disk features, upgrades to the hash graph. We talked about Twigital. We talked about, um, uh, SBF potentially going to prison. We talked about Patch's new job at Swirls Labs, uh, OneSpan, Proven DB, and Hedera and Banks. We talked about DREC. We talked about um, the actual calculation of how TPS is calculated, um, and so many other things on recent episodes. And um, that brings us to episode 100, which is happening right now and has been an absolute incredible episode. It's been so fun to look back on the last 50 episodes, effectively a year in Hedera. I hope that, you know, doing this and even just in the moment now myself, almost for the first time looking through these things, um, all my notes, cause I have pages of notes for every episode. Um, it gets my brain going. Like it starts to like re talking about these things and, and taking a fresh look at these things as a whole, it just kind of gets your brain thinking in new ways. And there's things we're probably going to want to follow up on and maybe have questions about, um, you know, as Rob was saying, like how all these different use cases, not just are exciting on their own, but also how they all work together. Um, and all these different, very, um, specific nuances that can sometimes get lost, um, in the mix. And that we're able on this episode to all bring all together um, and uh, really kind of, uh, you know, put together as a whole story. Because that's really what this is, is it really is um, a story. Um, and uh, it's just been an incredible journey. And uh, it's been it's been really crazy looking back over these episodes and just having uh, the incredible guests and doing a super fun giveaway of that H-Bar holiday sweater um, and, uh, you know, just so many different things and talking about all the numbers of the show and the analytics. And, um, you know, when I look at the future for this show, look again, now we're going future looking on my part. Um, I've shared, you know, my highlights of the year, of course I've shared, you know, feels like a hundred of them and looking into the future. I think really what it's about is, um, something I bring up like very frequently on the show, which is this topic of shared worlds, but in a different context, which is you have the community world, right? A lot of folks listening to this, NFT projects, independent developers, people that have really suffered over this bear market, a lot of really great individuals that have had to leave the ecosystem to pay rent. Um, and on the other side, you have the foundation, the association, um, Hedera, Swirls, the Governing Council, Enterprises, you have that world. And they're both unique um, and they're both so important, I think, equally. And they both have had a rough go, this bear market. Um, and I think, you know, in many ways, there's there's a lot of survivors of this bear market. I, I kind of 
thought of this when I was in LA at Hello Future Live and just looking around and kind of like, man, these are some, you know, battle proven survivors of a bear market here, making it out to LA to hang out. Um, and what it's about for me is how much closer can we get those two worlds together as I described, right? Because that to me is really what what is going to accelerate the growth of Hedera, you know, being able to, for example, you know, have conversations where it's just little old me talking to Lehman on a spaces, right? Or um, seeing these community conversations bleed into the governing council. Or, you know, recently we saw photos from governing council meetings and you'll have people photoshopping NFTs into those governing council meeting photos. And then members of the governing council sharing those back. And it's those things I think that can get, can, can get overlooked um, easily. Um, and I think those are the signs of those two worlds getting closer together. So I think that for me, in a very kind of abstract, dreamy way, um, to not get too specific, I think that that's what it's about is how much closer together can we get those two worlds? And when will those two worlds truly become a shared world, right? When will we see, you know, a community DAO as a governing council member, right? Or when will we see um, community nodes of familiar projects that we know and love to secure and run this network and arguably maybe the same capacity as these governing council nodes? Um, those are really the things I think about high level when I look into the next year. Because of course, there's all sorts of other exciting things we can talk about with like predictions and breadcrumbs and rumors. But when we look at the heart of what this community really is and holistically of what it's comprised of, you know, the challenge is it does feel like it's two separate worlds in a lot of ways. And I think that a lot of um, things come from that. A lot of sentiment, positive and negative come from that fact. I believe it is a fact. But also, I think that, you know, um, when you look at the possibilities and the trajectory, I do think that those two worlds are moving closer together and they're closer together now than they were at the beginning of this year. And I think the rate at which they're, they're coming together um, is increasing and it comes with challenges. It comes with confusion. It comes with all sorts of things. But I think that we just got to keep doing what we can to move those worlds together. Um, and I think that that's really what it's about for me looking forward. That is my forward-looking statement for 2024. Um, and I talk about that a lot on the show and I stand by it. Uh, Celestial Being, I see you have your hand up. Uh, maybe a, a quick last word before I wind uh, wind down the show. Yeah, just um, to reiterate that when the connection between you know digital space and, and real world i know that elizabeth still does um or ha is having planned for the christmas event so i don't know if you want to mention that uh, right something to look forward to i can't believe i forgot that yeah elizabeth is having um hello future buzz is having a a, a, a holiday celebration the la last year's one was was fantastic um i'm gonna see if i can find um info about that do you know when when it is um, I'm, I'm on her profile right now i'm not sure but i think it's normally like i think the week before christmas okay yeah if anyone i mean 
I, I imagine most people here are following Hello Future Buzz, but if you're not, follow. There's going to be a, a holiday party. It's always a blast. Usually, like, Liam and Mance will stop by, so we'll see. But uh, that's awesome. Thanks, Celestial. No problem. Um, so I'm going to check to see if there was any other uh, comments shared on the spaces real quick before uh, before we wind things down. Um, let me see here. Angry Penguins shares, uh, they say, much love and respect, family. Cheers, to the road to 200 episodes. Yeet, yeet. I share that sentiment. Uh, Lady H says, congratulations. It's been a wonderful journey. Looking forward to the future spaces. Appreciate you. Um, Paul H says, congrats. Um, uh, Jordan says, happy Wiener Wednesday and congrats on episode 100. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, a lot of great stuff. I, I, you know, this is fantastic. And I mean, it, it, I said it at the beginning of the show, but as we kind of wrap things up, um, oh, uh, Sungrazers just let me know that the Hello Future Buzz party is uh, December, um, you know, December uh, 14th. Um, Fat Boy's telling me to play a song. Fat Boy, I don't have a soundboard yet. Um, but uh, if you want to, if you want to pop up to play the song, just request to speak. Um, maybe you can play us out. Uh, maybe I'll just bring you up here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, in in my opinion, um, I shared at the beginning of the show, but I just want to say it to everybody listening now, um, you know, this show means a whole lot to me. Again, I started it October 2021st. It's been a crazy journey. Um, it is, uh, Tudor says, let's keep the space going for 20 more hours. <laughs> to be honest, guys, I really got to, I got to, uh, I got to sign off here because uh, I've run out of water. And I got to pee, to be honest. That's what it really has come down to, guys. <laughs> so, uh, but in all honesty and seriousness, um, <laughs> um, uh, to be honest, um, you know, uh, yeah, Mr. Total says, uh, you know, keep up the great work. Appreciate you. Um, to be honest, this show has done so much for me in my career and personally. Um, it's, it's really been incredible. Um, and I'm just so, I can't express how grateful I am um, to the community, to the Hashgraph Enthusiast group. Um, and, you know, I think that the show has evolved in so many different ways. Um, and I'm just really, really excited to uh, to see kind of where it heads in the future. I'm just, I'm just so excited. Oh, I see Hello Future Buzz stopped by. Real quick, Fat Boy, before we play the song to, to wind down the spaces. Um, uh, Elizabeth, I just wanted to bring you up. We're at the end of a, of a massive three and a half hour special recapping the whole year in Hedera. Um, and I know that you played a part in getting the, uh, the NFTs H bar holiday sweater giveaway organized. We gave one away live on the show, which was so fun, but I'm going to ask you, yeah, yeah. I'm going to ask you the same question, um, that I've asked other guests on the show here is, um, Looking back at 2023 and then looking forward into 2024, do you have any like, uh, do you have a do you have a memory or a, or a moment that that comes to mind for you? I mean, of course, the LA meetup, and then looking into 2024, um, what are you feeling going into 2024? Oh, I'll t I'll talk about 2024 first. I really feel that with all the news from about Moflex with the Hashgraph Association and their grant to go into telco. Uh, the news about Japan, uh, the work that Rob Allen, you're doing in the Housegrass Association, getting enterprise and stuff. It's just, I really believe the bear market is over for Hedera. 
whether the rest of the ecosystem and crypto catches up to us. Uh, I believe that uh, we are in a prime position to really become what Lehman said in 2017, which is the layer one of the future. So I see nothing but uh, green lights and and stars going forward in 2024. And we plan on doing a Hello Future Live uh, again in 2024. And we'll do it at the same time, which is the first weekend of October 2024. And I'm putting together a Substack announcement about that. Uh, that'll go out shortly. And as far as 2023 highlights, there were so many. And first, I want to congratulate you, Brandon, on 100 episodes. That's just an amazing commitment and an amazing um, you know, testament to what the Hedera community is really all about, which is uh, decentralized uh, retail involvement with us being the leaders of how retail goes forward and shaping, like Lehman said it best, uh, we get to shape how we want the ecosystem to be by the hips that patches. And, uh, you know, I see sun gazers in here, then they, that they won the uh, hackathon was so amazing to me. And it gave me such uh, a, a smile on my face that they won, that Jerry and Sarah won, because it was the first time that a community member won the Hedera Hackathon. And that just goes to show the support and the building that's going on. Everybody in the ecosystem gets the Hedera bug and then they get in the community, then they dig down and fall into the rabbit hole of Hedera. And then they say, hmm, what can we build? And and that's what uh, Sarah and Jerry represent to me. And, um, I, you know, the Hello Future live event was really the highlight of the year for me. Uh, it was an amazing time, uh, strengthened community. And, you know, I got a message from somebody that attended and uh, said, you know, they, they it encourages it encourages them. And now he's becoming a coder. And, and those kind of things that happened, a lot of people said they had a blast and had a good time. But a lot of people are writing me saying that it really did make their life better. And, and that's what the, the goal was to strengthen relationships and build relationships and, and have fun too. We had a good time. So I'd say that was the highlight for me, um, that Manson Lehman hung out with us all day and were really comfortable and, and got to talk to everybody and they were just part of the community. They were hanging out and that was really great. And I loved that. Um, Hello Future DAO is uh, the first leg of Hello Future DAO was artaid.live, and that was a soft launch at the event. We're going to have the Hedera Community Holiday Party again for the third year, and we now have a permanent home for charitable giving, and so we'll be uh, asking people to donate NFTs again for the third year. I'm so excited, and that'll be on our permanent home artaid.live, which I'm so thrilled about. And I thank the Hashgraph Association for their help in doing that. So th those are just a few things. I'm, I'm sorry I was late to the party here, but really kudos to you, Brandon, and keep up the good work. And we all support your efforts. And it, really, you do an amazing job. Thanks, Elizabeth. I'd say I'd say you're just in time. This I couldn't think of a better way to, uh, to, to wind down the show. This has just been a fantastic show. So um, appreciate you stopping by and also all your support. And, um, I mean, you've, you've probably done well over a hundred episodes. So, uh, huge kudos to you as well in the ecosystem. Um, so I'm going to get, uh, fat boy. I'm just going to share some final thoughts and get ready to wind down the show, but have the, uh, 
the Hello Future song at the ready to play us out. Um, I've, well, I'm I've, ready. Okay, good, 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 good. Okay, so I've shared my my sentiments, um, and now we're looking forward. Episode 101 is coming up. Uh, I'm going to have a lot to talk about. We've had a lot of big news happen in the ecosystem, um, and uh, I'm just getting started. We're going to have some some really awesome stuff coming to the show. Like I said, I've got some big plans. You know, I want to get a whole new podcast set up. We're going to get some theme songs going. I'm going to hopefully include a video component in the future so you'll see me doing the show um, on the recorded podcast soon. Um, and also doing some more short form content and stuff that's shareable. I think that, you know, these shows are awesome because they're long form and I love that. I think people love that, but I'm looking forward to being able to afford more time to, you know, develop some packaged highlights and, and get those out there. So I think for me, it's always important to focus on the, the core of this show, which is open live long form, uh, broadcast that's focused on the news. Um, and we're going to go from there. We're just going to keep making it better as we go. And we're going to stay funded by the community. So, and that's a wrap for the Hashgraph Enthusiast Show, episode 100 broadcast live on Spaces every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and made available on all major podcast platforms the following Thursday. If you'd like to become a supporter of the show, you can send an HBAR contribution to enthusiast.hbar using your Hedera wallet. There's also a post pinned to the top of the Spaces with some ways you can support. Um, and I really appreciate the fun memos as well. Um, and also too, that info is in the YouTube description and podcast show notes and stuff like that. Get all the info you need about the show at itsbrandond.com slash hbar. Again, all the stuff we talked about will be shared there. You can go back and listen to all of these episodes we talked about so you don't miss anything. If anything sounded interesting to you, go back and listen to it. And I'll see you next Wednesday for the news. And also we're going to have an, uh, some interview episodes coming soon, so keep an eye on that. And as usual, if you see someone listening right now, that you don't know, you have something in common. You've been listening to me talk for three and a half hours. So click their profile picture, give them a follow, send them a DM, ask what's going on. That's how we form connections in the ecosystem. And again, if you see someone that you do know that's listening, but maybe you haven't talked to in a little bit, take a moment now, send them a DM, ask them what's new, because I guarantee you they've got something new to tell you about. And with that, hello future, Goodbye, past. Fat Boy plays out.
really appreciate you all, everybody. Take care, and I'll see you next time.